Corona. No, that's not joking either. Like, shit is getting so stress tested now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is. I'm hoping that after all of this bullshit, the United States will decide to fix their fucking internet connectivity. You shake your head no. I, I'm crossing my fingers, yes. It's not a matter of... Oh, you know, yeah, you can hope, but America's not good at learning from mistakes. <laughs> no, you you are definitely right. Ugh. I have been exhausted the last two weeks. I know that I said I was sick. I, I mean, and I was, but it just to clear the air, no, it's not fucking coronavirus, even though that we all thought it could have been. I passed the uh, the 14 day marker and none of the symptoms were there. I just felt like my regular old shitty self, my uh, unvaccinated self. I forgot the fucking Indies happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like, Indies happened, and then, like, I had a blank in my memory banks, just a complete deletion between when the Indies took place and then, I guess you could say, like, yesterday, because I have been slaving away at work with all this stupid fucking corona bullshit that's going on. So Not a lot of shit happened last week, and then yeah, all the yeah. shit that happened happened the week prior which is when we didn't record. Right. Like, for me, um, I am considered essential personnel, but I'm not required to be at my location, so we just work. And if something pops up that they need something, somebody needs money somewhere in the world, um, then I got to go handle that. Um, Luckily, I've been deemed as essential as well because our company is essential because we make plasma products so right it's not cool electric plasma blood plasma (laughs) it's a it's a double-edged sword because there's a lot of people out there that don't have jobs right now unemployment has been hitting like three million people and yeah this is you know that you know trump's always like oh my unemployment rate's so low i want to see this shit now (laughs) yeah i mean there is a caveat to it but I think it's really important to look at the way that people deal with things. I was talking about this with my, I guess you could call him my surrogate father. He's, it's a weird relationship. Um, my dad's best friend who has kind of like taken the role of father. Um, we were talking about it earlier and I don't want to get super political on it, but it's really important to look at the way that certain individuals in power handle crises like this. Um, Cause this is the shit that's going to go down in fucking history books, the way that you fucking yeah. handle shit like that. And it's, 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 it's not good. It's, it's not, it's good, not at good at all. At all. It's not good Our at all. State, uh, the, the state governments, the, the governors and stuff are at least uh, somewhat smart and are being like, no, we're going to keep doing social distancing. Like, I don't I, know what this crazy man's thinking about. <laughs> I mean, Virginia just announced a stay at home. So stay at home orders are pretty much we can't leave except to go to the grocery store, the pharmacy, uh, to exercise. And even then we have to maintain a distance of six feet. And Yeah, if, not like a gym or something. Yeah, like we that. can't go to a gym. We can go outside for like fresh air and shit like that. Um like anything else is closed. Uh, I mean, there's a few companies out there that are kind of breaking the law, and we'll get into that later. Um, oh boy, will we? Yeah, I mean, there there's something that 
I'm going to say, and I think that there needs to be a clear difference between the two. Um, for example, Best Buy is open, uh, but Best Buy fixes computers, you know, they have communication hardware and shit like that. It is kind of important for a household to have a television so that they can stay connected to the world. So, like, if you're shopping at Best Buy, I don't judge you. Well, I wish I had a Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> Because mine blew away in a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Which I will get more into in my week. <laughs> but let's talk about the Nindies. <laughs> That's uh, the hardest I've ever seen you laugh. It's just my... I don't know what to call that voice. But... uh it's not condescending. It's not. It's just like it's the disappointed voice. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself because that just happened, and already I'm just like, nope, that's not important, dude. Data. Look, I was making jokes the day after 9/11. All right, so if you can't laugh at everything, yeah, you you can't. Like that's the one thing about watching and learning. Like I next to cooking, like video, like for people that don't know, if you've been listening to all what is this for episode 41, yeah. Uh, I'm a gamer imposter. I play games, but I play very specific games over and over and over again. Video games are like third on my tier of favorite things to do. Like cooking and watching stand-up comedy and fantasizing about making a three-minute sketch that I'll never do. <laughs> but that's that's my thing. You're the Brian Gar of the podcast. Sure. I don't okay. Brian Inside is, gaming so. <laughs> guy. He's the one who writes all the news, but he's a stand-up comedian. Oh, is he a stand-up? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh shit, he's in Austin. Yep. So hope there. Well, I mean, I work with people that live in Austin, and they're they got put on that way before Virginia did. They've mm-hmm. been put on the stay-at-home a long time ago. Yeah. But to be well, I don't know. Like, there's probably I don't know the size of where you're at, but I'm pretty sure it's probably fairly large. I don't know what that coincides with with austin texas but i mean texas is what is it the biggest it's state country. in the union the second <laughs> biggest state in the union it's practically a country i mean Virginia's pretty large but like when it comes to virginia especially when in the northern area where i'm at because i'm close to dc uh virginia dc and the lower end of maryland kind of like bleed into each other so like if you live from fredericksburg to baltimore that's like a state it's not a real I was state gonna say, it's like japan but it's like a state where... yeah remember the last time that you guys tried to do your own states <laughs> i don't want to hear you guys about that because i one <laughs> i'm from new york okay no we didn't have any where you shit. live now where you have any of that shit <laughs> no i what does your driver's license say i am a permanent new york liar yep I don't believe you. It's supposed to say Virginia. I know. No Long Island retro con for you this year. <laughs> okay. Let's just get anyway, on with the Anyway, let's talk about the Nindies instead let's of making ourselves on. feel bad. Let's get on with the Nindies. There are, some of the Nindies stuff was cool. I don't have a – you're the detail guy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to talk about some of the things that I liked, mm-hmm. which was like one thing. So <laughs> sure. The other, nothing really stuck out to me. The Nindies was kind of like a break in monotony. You know, we had been in 
It was a mini direct to the mini direct. Yeah, you could you could put it that way. I think the like the way that I'm looking at it is that the Nindies was kind of like, hey, there's all this depression going on. Let's kind of like jive things up a bit and then throw in this thing that you didn't fucking ask for. And I kind of get upset that everyone kind of shits on the Nindies because it is the bastard child of the Nintendo Direct that nobody wants. Like, if you go on to... But the Indies make a Nintendo tons of money, too. Yeah, it's... Nobody wants to acknowledge that. It's, you know, they only care about, like, what's new in Smash? Where's Metroid? Where's Animal Crossing? And uh, then you have, like, the few people that talk about, hey, where's my F-Zero game? Bring back F-Zero. Yeah, that's you. It's just me. (laughs) Uh, and Indies, Indies were okay. Uh, three games were the ones that I was really interested in. Uh, Side Night and Happiness Freakopolis. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect it either. I had heard that they were trying to make a video game years ago. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Side Night and Happiness, from the time that I was in fucking high school, uh, was a webcomic for shitty people. Just like the most abhorrent they're the south park webcomic yeah think of it like south park like i don't i don't know much about their yeah. origins it was a uh a group project oh, between humor, a couple of americans and british guys and it just over the last 10 15 years just flourished into this amalgamation of, of comics yeah it's it's pretty grotesque and it's great the but seeing freakopolis it looks like a south park game like, it looks yeah. like the Stick of Truth a little bit. I haven't seen any of, like, the combat or whatever, but, like, the overworld uh, looks very I similar I hope it's vulgar. That. I don't think a Cyanide and Happiness game can't work if it's not vulgar. I highly doubt that they're not going to be vulgar. I um, mean, they saw how well the, the South Park games did, so... Well, even beyond that, I mean, Comcast tried to buy out Cyanide and Happiness for, like, a TV series, and the biggest thing that they said was, we want creative freedom. And Cap, uh, Comcast said no. And they were like, okay, well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You can't do You can't I mean, have it. It's a South Park S show. You can't have, you can't not have creative free or creative freedom. You also have to be insane people to be like Matt and Trey. Yeah. Because they make all those South Park episodes probably four days before they air. That, it, dude, like when I and heard that only shit, ever I'm just like, the no deadline. Way. They've only ever missed the deadline once. They've missed a deadline. I thought they went clean. What one? They, they, they. I don't know what the deadline was, but they missed it due to power loss. Oh, that's that's in the studio. It wasn't like any controversial thing. It's just like they're building lost power. That's stupid. But anyway, uh, side night and happiness, freakopolis. That looks pretty good. Uh, Hello Games, the guy that the team that brought. um, I'm losing it. I'm losing the name of the game. Huge controversy. Pretty much not the game that we... Procedurally Generated Universe. Still can't remember that fucking name. Procedurally Generated Universe? Yeah. Uh, so it's a space game? Yes, space game. Not the Outer Wilds. Not the, the Outer, outer Wilds. Not the Outer Worlds. Uh, no Man's Sky. Definitely oh, was not going to get that. No Man's Sky. Uh, Much like and many other people never got that game. <laughs> yeah. I, yo, no, no Man's Sky next. I know it got better. I know it got better. It's it's pretty but... good. It's pretty good. Uh, they're coming out with a new game called The Last Campfire, 
it looks like a I guess like a glorified walking simulator, but I'm into games like Soul and Journey, and it reminds me a little bit of that. And then lastly, ever since um Hyperlight Drifter, there's been like all these copycats kind of jumping in and trying to I'm gonna say it nicely, emulate what that game does. You see it in like uh Fault and Faultless. You see it in that Lucifer game that we saw at uh, Too Many Games. Oh, yeah. It's it's the pixel, like... Uh, I pixel don't know Dark Souls? Kind of, yeah. Uh, there's a new game calling out coming out called Eldest Soul. Um, I mean, I'm a sucker for shit like that. I don't really care if it's similar. If art styles and gameplay things are similar, just as long as your game is good. Um, mm-hmm. That looked pretty interesting. But honestly, the indies... Or the Nindies this time around wasn't too didn't really grab my attention that much. I mean, there's there's probably one game that you saw at the end that you were. I mean, I found then I found out later that it started off as a mobile game. So <laughs> I didn't know it was a mobile yeah, game. So Exit the Dungeon is a uh, quote unquote sequel to uh, Enter the Dungeon. And uh, I was like, oh, shit, this looks really cool. But I'm also really worried why everything looks like an elevator level. And then I was talking to my buddy that plays Enter the Gungeon as much as I do. And he was like, yeah, it's a mobile game. And they're just bringing it to the Switch. That's kind of lame. Because they made it out to be like some some big reveal. Yeah, I was like, it's a sequel. And he was like, what? I was like, it's called Exit the Gungeon. He goes, motherfucker, (laughs) that's not a sequel. (laughs) I was like, oh, my bad. Uh, that's, so, that's the that's only thing I saw interesting. I might check it out. It, it it released the day that the Nindies took place, and I don't know how much it is. It might be like ten bucks or something like that. That's not too like bad. a caliber of that level. It's a Devolver Digital though, so like I'm gonna give them money. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I gave them money. Like Enter the Gungeon is fantastic. Enter the Gungeon took everything that I loved about Isaac and made it better. And like it, the gun aesthetic is better than the gross aesthetic. I need to I, I need to check it out. I'm not huge on the Binding of Isaac or just two stick shooters in general. Um, yeah, it's definitely a two stick shooter, but this game has a role in it, like a Dark Souls role. Okay. Where when you're in the role animation, if you're off the ground, you're invincible. That's pretty cool. And the weapon synergy is much more fleshed out and better than Isaac. Lore wise, what do you stupid. think is better? Lore wise, I, I like Gungeon more because there's four different characters that all have their own backstory. Mm-hmm. And to beat the game, you have to kill your past. You literally shoot your past to death. Yeah. It's pretty dope. And you basically play as the Doom Marine, is one of them. The Doom guy. Okay. He's the Marine, but he's the Doom guy. Okay. You have your do you have your Doom guy. You have uh you you have your Han Solo character. You have your I don't know what to call her. Uh, she's like a convict because she's in like an orange jumpsuit. And then Kill you Bill. have your yeah I guess. And then you have your other character who's like has a little dog that helps you find things and is like a hunter basically. The guy from the uh, the dog from I Am Legend. Well, I guess spoilers 
but uh, <laughs> it's not a spoiler. He's a main character. I didn't say anything. No, about... I'm saying spoilers. That dog dies. So there's your spoilers. Oh, okay. Uh, but now, and then there's there's two other characters you can unlock along the way. But the game's super. I mean, it's out on everything. It's out on Switch, PlayStation Four, uh, PC. It's on literally like every. It's like how Shovel Knight's on almost everything. And uh, but no, I highly recommend that game. That game is like one of those games that you can just pick up and it's like Dead Cells. Just pick it up just to kill some hours. Mm-hmm. So sweet, sweet. But yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just, oh god, that Blair Witch game. I saw Funhouse play this Blair Witch game. I guess it had come, it's been out on PC for a little while, and it's, uh, it's free on Xbox Game Pass. Is it? Yeah. And I was like, mm, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, the, the Blair Witch. Oof. Jim Sterling said it's a great game. Really? Yeah. Like I, I had it downloaded, and then I deleted it for something else. I don't remember. Maybe, maybe Mega Man. But no, it's I probably heard. a better trade off. <laughs> I heard that game is really good. I still have to give it a, a fair shake at it. Um, but yeah, then after that, we have the Nintendo Direct Mini. Yeah, uh, I did not watch that when it first came out. I actually just watched it today. Okay. And uh, I was not aware of some of the cool shit that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, ones that... uh, they start off with a nice little Corona update and all that stuff in the beginning of it. Yeah. Uh, games that I'm looking forward to. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Remastered. Xenoblade Chronicles is arguably my favorite RPG ever. I own two copies of it on 3DS. And actually, I own the Wii version. The 3DS version and Xenoblade Chronicles, and I've not played any of them. Dude, I, I fucking any love of that them. Game. I fucking love. I'm that gonna game. wait for this version to come out, and then I'm not gonna play this version too. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, arguably, definitely within my top ten RPGs of all time. Maybe, maybe my favorite. It's really, really good. Like surprising to see the way that Monolith has handled the IP since then, because I do not think that. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is that good of a game. Uh, it had a big mech on the front of it, and I got it for Christmas. Uh, and it's on one of the worst consoles ever. <laughs> uh, that's that's debatable. Um, that's not that's not our opinion. That's everybody else's okay, opinion. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel you on that. Um, good job. When I saw the trailer for Good Job, that shit looks hilarious. Do you remember it? Good job. Good job is the game where you're like, everyone's kind of like a stick figure and you're working in your dad's company, but you're kind of like a janitor. You're, you're just filling odd jobs. So like, Hey, we need the printer from one room and bring it over here. You have to figure out a way to get it there, but you can either like be responsible or you could just say, fuck it and slingshot that bitch from one side of the building to the other, breaking down walls and shit. Like, I love it. It's stupid. It's like, it's like uh, what do you call it? Untitled Goose Game, but for office work. It's got that top. It's got that top-down style. That there was. There's a game that I saw people playing. It's a. Uh, oh, I saw Game Grumps playing it, and you play as a Roomba, and you have to. It's very cartoony. Okay. Like the Roomba looks like the little robot that uh, Mai has in Overwatch. Okay. And uh, but you're playing, and these these robbers break in, so you have to kill them. 
<laughs> so you have to set traps and stuff like that to kill the robbers. But not only do you have to kill the robbers, you have to clean everything that gets destroyed before your your owners show so up. So it's oh, what's what's that one game? It was real. It's Shadow Warrior Viscera Cleanup, but as a Roomba. Basically, okay, yeah, because you can like overload electronics and you can like make ceiling fans fall on robbers heads and stuff like that I need to but play when this. they die it explodes blood everywhere so you have to vacuum up everything like it'll be like yay the robbers are dead the owners are coming back in two minutes you have to clean everything up <laughs> yeah it's uh it's very interesting i need to find what that game was called but it was uh that's that stick that game you were talking about has that same uh top down perspective no i need to i need to check that out um I already bought it. Look it up. I just need to actually get my hands on and play it. Uh, another game that I'm mildly interested in. I have the first two games. Is uh, Bravely Default Two. Um, really, the true, oh, yeah, the true that. successor to the original Final Fantasy <laughs> franchise. What? It's called Roombo First Blood. <laughs> yeah. And it is Yo. on Steam right now. How much is it? Uh, let me see. It's probably going to be like, it's $3. <laughs> All right. I need to, I need to buy that. I can't buy it now because I just spent a bunch of money on my, uh, my nieces. Oh, it's on switch as well. Okay. Yeah. I'm probably going to get it on switch. Bet. <laughs> I forgot that was the name of it. That's outstanding. Um, bravely default Two looks like a bravely default game it doesn't look like anything special they brought i think they fleshed out the job system a little bit more but i don't know right um clubhouse games yeah i'll play uh, some board say, games by myself oh yeah i saw that uh the when did so bravely default whenever since i played final fantasy 14 i'm just like so everyone's just lalafels now is what they're all they all are in the overworld. They're okay, all lollifels. So I, I wasn't gonna. You mean lollified or chibified? No, no. Lollifels are a race in Final Fantasy fourteen. They're the little like they're the chibi people. You know, they're an, I played they're an Final Fantasy race. fourteen and I never noticed them. I didn't, I didn't even look. They're at the them. gnomes. They're the gnomes of that game. Like gnomes were the 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 shit like asshole like ones in world of warcraft okay uh but lalafells no that's what every the whole thing i was just like this everybody's just lalafells now okay i guess they've they've had that art style for fucking ever like ever since the uh, the the final fantasy I, i'm gonna fuck up the name it's like thematria whatever the music game first are. time I, were the were the crystal chronicles like that too I don't remember the first Crystal Chronicles being like that. I haven't. That's, I've only that played on Wii, right? that one in Echoes in Time, or Echoes of Time. Mm. Oh, and then also Crystal know, I, Bearers that came out on the Wii as well. That game was shit. Yeah, I think they started going with like the more cartoony style. I would say a nine. Nine's very cartoony when you look at the characters. Yeah, but they were still carrying the like. They were going for a more fantasy look, but it was still like, I don't want to say mature. It was still a lot more fleshed out. Um, yeah. When I started noticing a difference, you kind of saw it in Final Fantasy twelve Reverent Wings, but then you really saw it with Final Fantasy Four Heroes of Light, um, which was a standalone yeah. DS game. And then from there, I feel like 
they were just like, fuck it, let's just do this chibi stick figure thing. And also the Final Fantasy remakes. So when they did Final Fantasy 3, it's very similar to the art style of that for the DS port. I've just never, like, I like, well, it's weird because I don't like that style, but Final Fantasy 9 is my favorite, one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. But, yeah. I don't see I don't it. Know. Brave. Not I don't for like nine. default that much. I don't think uh, I, I'm. I don't know. I've tried it. I'm good. It's. I'm allowed to not like all the games. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine. Um, I I always felt that bravely default was like. Now I don't want to say always felt, but like after playing Octopath Traveler because it has a very similar uh, battle system, Octopath Traveler is just an infinitely better game. So why would I play bravely yeah. default? But whatever. Uh. Two Star Wars games that we're getting. First off, Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. That is an actually an awesome PvP game. Um, I wish it would have been the KOTOR games, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm holding out for the uh, the remake rather than just vanilla KOTOR. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know. They remade these two. They might be in the future. <laughs> well, these are, aren't remakes. They're re-releases. So, I mean, like, you can get KOTOR for the PC, but I want, like, an actual fleshed-out KOTOR either remake or continuation. Right. Uh, and then also Star Wars Episode One Racer. They just call it Star Wars Racer. They don't even put that Whatever. I don't give a anymore. fuck. They don't even say pod racing in the title. It never said pod racing in the title. It's weird. Like, that, that should have been in the title of that game because that was the whole, like, reason like it was even like somewhat good but i don't know i don't know what the price of it is i'll probably need to pick it up and what racer it's not out yet i think they said that racer is coming out in may buy it and i want everyone to play it and be like this is garbage no the game is great i want to see racer revenge that's what i really want to see racer revenge is when like you still race but you're killing each other purposely not on accident, because you could die a lot on accident in Jedi. In, oh, uh, so you know a game that already exists. What do you mean? F Zero. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm with you in that boat. I'm still excited for Episode One Racer. I don't give a shit. Uh, and then finally, the last thing that really caught my eye, which I don't even like this game specifically. Uh, I do like the series Panzer Dragoon Remake. That game looks really, really good. It does look good. Uh, Chris played it last week on the Mega Vision. Actually, beat it apparently in one sitting. Really? Yeah. The game's not long. Like, I don't know if the game's long or if he just it, like knows that game because he's played it so much. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's like what twenty four ninety nine. I yeah, I guess I have it, but I I'm just I don't like the first Panzer Dragoon for the Saturn. And I just have a feeling that I'm going to feel the same way. Like, Zvi is a little bit better. Like, Saga is where the game, like, the series should have continued off of. If they continued the formula like uh, Saga, then I think it would have thrived. It just, a lot of forces were running against it, unfortunately. Were you ready for a Mr. Driller game announcement? Uh, That was a little bit surprising, but I can see them doing that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I'll play it. It looks like there might be it might have multiplayer. Like that'd be cool. Multiplayer, which that could definitely be a thing. 
That'd be dope. I would do that for a uh, throwdown. Uh, besides uh, the ones that you already stated, there wasn't any that really stuck out to me that I'm like, oh, that, uh, the arms character. I, uh, it was pretty cool for uh, for Smash. They haven't announced which arms character. It better be the dark-skinned, big-booty girl. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> it needs to be uh, thick girl. They might... They might try to do something like uh, the dra- the war- the hero, where they have four different skins or something like that. I honestly don't think that they'll put her in there. I think that they'll probably do like main male character, main female character, and like you said, do skins off. I of didn't that. play that game enough to know the tiers, but everyone knew that that chick was the bomb. Because <laughs> like, what was it when that that we had that and then. Uh, I've been seeing a thing pop up on Twitter where the people are just like, yeah, dark-skinned, sassy girls are my thing. And it shows the chick from Bleach, the chick from My Hero Academia, the chick from ARMS, like, Korra, all that shit. And I'm like, can't disagree with you guys. But I would love for it to be her, though. That'd be great. I don't Who's care. Who's the dark-skinned girl from My Hero? She's the bunny chick. Okay. She's in, like, season three. Okay. She's, like, super strong. And I know who you're talking about now. And she's over the legal age. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, th- I guess. I don't know. <laughs> someone double check that. We got, I mean, we got more Pokemon updates for the DLC. I To people that like Pokemon right now, Good on you. I'm glad you have something, especially in these trying times, that lets you just forget about everything. Uh, I'm kind of done with new Pokemon games. Uh, I won't be getting this DLC. I know I had said a while ago that I was like, oh, I'm going to get this DLC. Nope. I played it. I'm having fun. If I want to get my Pokemon fix, I'm going to go back to the old Pokemon games because that's what I like. I'm not feeling the attraction to the new stuff. I'll get it if my wife wants to get it or... Maybe if I, if there happens to be another Pokemon game for the Switch, which I'm, I, I kind of doubt it because the Switch is already halfway through its life cycle. Um, I just don't, it's, I don't like the shady shit that happened with this Pokemon game. It still sticks out like a sore thumb to me. I feel you on that. It's just something I can't get. Now the, the, was it Gigantamax Rula Bloom looks dope. Mm -hmm. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, which that's dumb too. Those gigantic. Uh, I'm not gonna get into it. We've already gotten into it and all that stuff. I do notice that they made Intellion's gun not so much as looking like a gun as much anymore. Like it just looks like a stick with a. It's, scope it's a at water the end stick. It. It, it's it's yeah, it's, it's just a, a water stick. Here's the thing that pissed me off. Like in the announcement, they were just AK-47. like <laughs> the it, Intellion is just like yeah, he could snipe people from 275 feet away. I'm like. That's not, even That's not impressive at all. <laughs> That's no, not cool. Like two thousand. <laughs> yeah, like the record is like over a mile, maybe even over two miles. Like, oh no, I haven't seen the stats for like the most recent fucking sniping competition, but fucking two seventy five. I could fucking throw that. I can't throw. I don't that. know, man. But I yeah, that. that's the. I mean, like I said, though, good on people that are liking this right now. Uh, I almost picked up Animal Crossing the other. It's fifty bucks at Walmart right now. It's on sale. Like a bunch of Switch games are on like sale. Mm-hmm. 
is $10 is like a huge sale for Nintendo. But there was one copy left yesterday, but I didn't pick it up. And I, I'm pretty sure it's probably gonna it's be gone. gone. It's gone forever. But I also still don't know if I'm going to play it or not. Like, am I buying it because there was only one left? I am totally guilty of buying something just because it would look good in my collection. So maybe. Oh, and guess what? More Ring Fit updates. I mean, it's cool. It's not something that I would like jump at. Like I'd probably so the Ring Fit update is like the the music mode, right? Mm-hmm. The only Something game like that. that I can really it's, see uh, Ring myself. Guitar Hero. Yeah, uh, the only game mode or game that I can think of playing is like One Up Girl or Superstar, whatever that fucking Mario Odyssey game is. Uh, that song. But they were putting like, oh, yeah, there's music from Breath of the Wild in here. I'm just like, that's not going to motivate me to fucking exercise. Like, I'm going to fall like asleep. The themes. Yeah, sure. I, I guess. No, I think it's dumb. I think they should have went for like more upbeat stuff. Like, throw in some Kirby music in there. Throw in some F-Zero music in there. Throw in uh, what? Yoshi what? music. Yoshi music, yeah. Not this fucking orchestral nonsense like you can put the entire mario 8 uh super or mario kart 8 soundtrack in there and that'll be fine yeah that'd work that'd work real well someone will hack it yeah and they'll brick their switches (laughs) (laughs) uh but that's it for nindies and nintendo direct i mean do you have any save rounds Mm, no not really uh i'm I was not really expecting anything for Metroid or Bayonetta. Like, at this point, I don't... If it happens, it happens. Yeah. I'm not like, they owe us this! They don't... No, no one fucking owes you anything in this world. Like, be happy that you even have games sometimes. Especially right now. So, yeah, dude. I think... They're essential. I think that they're holding out any big news like Breath of the Wild... Um, I do think that we're within a year's time frame of seeing Breath of the Wild, maybe a year and a half. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they announced something for uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Um, they can do all the announcements they want, but until this shit calms down, they ain't manufacturing shit. Yeah. Um, I, w- I would be more surprised if they announced something for Metroid Prime 4, because at this point I think it's been officially a year in development under Retro Studios. So that would be a nice little surprise. We might get something in the summer. If any of those are coming out this year, they'll announce them yeah. in the next couple months. Definitely. I mean, what is it? Tomorrow's April? That means, I mean, shit's about to hit the fan with game releases. We already have Animal Crossing, Doom Eternal, uh, Resident Evil 3, Final Fantasy 7. Like, there's a lot of people that are fine. I was talking to my buddy. He's a, He's like a... First person shooter and like Fortnite and yeah, uh, that new Tarkov game and all this other shit. And he was like, "Yeah, man, it's just not like a lot of good games coming out soon." And I'm like, and he he sat there and looked at me. He goes, "Games that I like." And I was like, <laughs> "Fair enough, okay." I was like, "Dude, do you want me to run down the list for the fourth time this week?" <laughs> and this was like a month ago. Uh, I don't know. I'm worried about how I'm going to get my Final Fantasy seven physical edition because i they put out a tweet square enix put out a tweet saying like hey they're gonna get shipped out but we just don't know when you're gonna get is, is that my shit's at gamestop like a dumbass 
Oh, you fucked up. You should cancel that. Yeah, I I got a call to cancel that. I wonder if I could still do that. Do you have the big one with the statue? Yeah. Oh, you're not. If you cancel it, you're not going to get another one. Yeah, I, I'll 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 get the collector's edition. You got to do the delivery at the door. That's... <laughs> Fuck that. We'll get into it, but yeah. yeah, let's let's hit weeks. I'll yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I already talked about how stupid work is getting. Um, and, and I say that knowing that I work from home, but lately I just feel like I wake up, I go to my cave, which is here, I sit in front of a computer for eight to fourteen hours a day, and then to take steam off, I continue to sit behind a computer. And play my fucking video games for another. What At is least it? you have a chair that works. Four to six hours. I have two chairs. There's there's one right over here. That one sinks down, but at least it doesn't like fucking. I'd rather anything lean. sink vertically at this point. <laughs> for audio listeners who don't see this video, my chair of seven years. I've had this chair for seven years. I have my ex-girlfriend before my wife. I was thinking two girlfriends before my wife. Bought it one year for Christmas or for my birthday. And it's been great. It's like a $200 office chair. But now I feel like I'm on the fucking deck of the Titanic. And it's just going back and forth. And eventually it's going to go down. So. <laughs> Big rip. But I ordered another chair. It should Fuck. be here. Wait, is that that high speed low drag fucking. No. No. Even though I found out we're getting like six grand back in taxes. God damn! Well, that stimulus shit that they announced, we get $2,400. Yeah, you get $2,400. I don't even know if I'm going to get a stimulus package. If you make over a certain amount, you're not. We may... I think it's... So, it's... it's we're at five. Okay. So, for couples, it's, I believe, 99000 to get the full amount. And then if you make between a hundred grand and a hundred and fifty grand, you get a reduced amount. Yeah. I don't know if I'm getting anything, depending on what taxes that they pull. Yeah, because I think you get five hundred for your son too. Yeah, but again, you don't get anything if uh which is which is fine. Which is fine. Cause that just means yeah. I don't need it. Cause I really don't need it. Like it, it just doesn't mean you're not going to pay it back like I'm going to have to. You don't have no, to pay no, the full amount. Make, you just no. get taxed out. Yeah, you're still... Everyone's paying for this. Like, everyone's like, free money! I'm like, yeah. It's, it's not free money. You don't get you don't get free money. Even when you win at the casino, it's not free. Like, you don't get it for free. Like, yeah, no. There's no free money in this world. So, But no, yeah, my wife was... I told her yesterday. I was like, hey, my chair should be here on the Wednesday. She goes, that chair I told you not to buy? I was like, I bought... <laughs> I said I bought the hundred dollar one from Sam's Club because I need it's the Serta one and I needed something. Mm-hmm. She goes after I specifically told you not to spend any money on a chair. I said, "Have you seen this chair?" And she was in my office and I'm going back and forth in it. She goes, "That's pretty bad." I'm like, "Yeah, I sit in this chair 14 hours a day. My back's killing me. I have to have a pillow underneath it because the padding and the ass is gone." <laughs> if I sit on it without the pillow, the pins that are in the seat, like the bolts underneath the cushioning go in my ass cheeks and it doesn't feel good so my new chair will be here in a couple days did she continue bitching about it or not or was she good no i mean it's already done i already bought it yeah but and i lost the receipt oh okay (laughs) lost the receipt 
No, I'm going to lose it. And I'm deleting every email, too. (laughs) Got it. Uh, Uh, In the meantime, between all this insanity, we've been working on a project. We're almost done to the production stage. Uh, There's just a little bit more writing that we need to do for it. Um, You keep saying we, you. It's, (laughs) it's, It's a group process. We all know who does it, but... It's it's a group process. I we, QA. We have well, to be on brand. We have to be a we, we. I know. I know that I do most of that stuff. That's what we do. Uh, anyway, uh, I've also been setting up something for another video, just preparing in the background because it's going to be huge. Uh, I said a year ago that I'd be willing that I was thinking about doing a Sonic the Hedgehog tier list because I don't want to have all my videos just being about fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. So I'm going to do... Is that why you've been playing Sonic Battle Sonic 2 all week? Every time I've been playing Doom Eternal all week and it's like, boop, 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 Sonic 2. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> so I'll get into that. So I've been recording for Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, and I'm just going to slowly knock out each of the games. Pro- it's not going to be anytime soon, but it's coming down the pipeline. I will be doing a Sonic the Hedgehog tier list video everything you better be ready for the entire internet to hate you uh i don't think that i have bad taste when it comes to sonic games i think that i'm no 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 no, 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 no. you have an opinion oh that's so fine. the internet will hate you that's fine i don't give a shit um what the fuck you didn't like sonic battle what's wrong with you or what's that gba game that everyone was like sonic yeah sonic battle is that what it was i actually don't think sonic battle is that bad but i'm judging it based off of my memory of playing it in middle school so i don't know how well that serves me i just saw the logo and i know my next tattoo so (laughs) (laughs) it just screams smash mouth so (laughs) (laughs) uh no it's it's coming down there the the other day i was constantly loading it up and reloading it and reloading it because there is an hd like full 100 percent redo of that game it still uses some of the assets from the original game but you can like put in the hd models people like clean that shit up real good they did they redid some of the voice acting so it's not as bad uh the mod looks really, really good. So, but it does things to my computer that I'm not comfortable with, and it makes it all like fuckity and shit. It touches my computer, and I don't like it. Yeah, pretty much. So that's my purse. Uh, I beat Sonic Adventure to tomorrow or this week. In between breaks that I get between work and the video that we're doing, I'll throw in some Sonic Adventure one. Uh, I've also been playing quite a bit of Fantasy Star Online too. Uh, you shake your head. You're shaking your head. And I don't know why. That game is great. Um, I'm, I'm just saying it's great. But when we don't play with you for a week and we come back and you look like a totally different character <laughs> and we say, Chris, did you buy this stuff? And you say yes. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I didn't. We become concerned. I didn't buy everything. Okay. I've definitely probably that, said. That was the key word. Okay. Everything. Well, time out. Time out. Okay. Uh, I have put in some significant time in Fancy Star Online too. 
I think that the rest of Mega Visions and Scrubverse is in the low to mid 30s. And I am now level 63. Um, I've kind of did some digging on like how the, the game systems work. Uh, what's bullshit, what's not. All those special weapons that you find in, in the overworld, just toss them out. They're garbage. The only purpose that getting special weapons, you find like these weapons that you have to go to like a, an item scientist or a techer. You spend like a 125,000 currency. Oh, that's not that much. So like, that's not. I spent two million on something today. I have my first. Okay. I have my first thirteen star weapon. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Um, mm -hmm. but no, like special weapons are only used for X cube fodder. X cube is like one of the special types of currency that will get you different types of boosters and uh, like rare item drop boosters and maybe certain defensive weapon uh, items and shit. But no, just a lot of PSO2. I'm just grinding my way to level 75 because first off, I got to do the stupid fucking storyline, which is goddamn as much as I love this game because Fantasy Star Online 2 is phenomenal. But the fucking story is like Rosemary's baby. It is disgusting. It It's first off, it's done in like this fucking... Uh, visual novel approach where you do like one scene and it's just two people talking and some of the conversations are complete fucking bullshit but there's hundreds of them there is like no progression in the story except for like i do one thing that progresses the story and then there's like six or seven different bullshit stories and then you'll have one conversation where it might have something to do with the story. And then there's another 30 scenes. And then there's a boss fight. And I'm just like, go into a scene, skip. Go into a scene, sk skip, skip, skip. Because none That's of it I was doing fucking matters. 14. None of it fucking matters. Yeah, the fucking... Which is unfortunate because both, I think, Heaven's Ward and Shadow... Heaven's Ward, ha Heaven's Ward had the most fucking long ass storyline I've ever seen. I did all of it and then I got into Stormblood and said, nope, here's my money and I handed it to him <laughs> and then I got to Shadowbringers. Shadowbringers apparently has an outstanding storyline so yeah. I probably wouldn't mind running through that but PSO2 nah. Because the thing is is that after the next update because I think that what they're planning on doing is that this open beta test is just to speed everybody up to episode 7. Because I think that right now in Japan, they're up to episode seven. Uh, once you pass episode three, you can then go up to level 90. And that's when they start introducing the three other special classes. So there's mm -hmm. hero, phantom, and some other stupid shit that's like a cross between a force and a arrow, bow and arrow user. I don't know much about it. But the phantom and the hero classes are pretty fucking cool. You can't dual class with them. But in order for you to unlock those, you have to have two characters or two classes that are leveled up to 75. So those, those are the prerequisites for that shit. Um, so what my plan has been is that I level up my hunter fighter and then I'm going to level up a ranger um, that's going to feed off of the hunter. But I need to buy another skill chart because you need to have specific skill charts for 
each of the builds because Endgame is a fucking bitch. Oh yeah, I fixed my entire skill chart for my hunter fighter, and now I'm consistently doing like when it comes to like an enemy that I have the right typing against, I'm consistently doing between fifteen and thirty thousand points of damage. Like the damage scaling is through the fucking roof. I've seen motherfuckers today doing a hundred and thirty-two thousand points of damage in their fucking like combo swings. It's fucking nuts. It's crazy. Okay. Chris, I've seen this happen with many other people before. <laughs> this is the MMO descent. Because then you're going to get the best of everything, and then you're like, I need best in slot. Because even though I have really good gear right now, it's going to make my DPS go up 0.2%. Exactly. And I like, need that. Like, once I start looking at, like, 15-star uh, items. That was a weapons, joke. No, I'm, I'm being dead serious. Because now I know you are. Now I'm really worried. Elemental damage is like a big bitch, and you need to have at least sixty. Right now, I'm kind of like in the forty to fifty range. I need to get items that have sixty, but that'll come in episode four to six. You know, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. It's fine. I mean, help okay. me. <laughs> no, help me I drag me out of this. Nope, nope. I'm gonna watch you dra- fall down. <laughs> I'm gonna let you be down there at the bottom for a while. And then when you start clawing your way back up, I'm going to kick you back down. Because <laughs> you'll get a taste. You'll, you'll start to relapse. I, and then you'll finally get I've played it. MMOs. I've never played an MMO where I've been this focused on shit before. Yeah, you should have saw me 10 years ago when I played World of Warcraft and worked at a restaurant. Is this what crack is like? I don't know, because I'm like a fat guy, so I don't do crack. So, uh, but I eat a lot of food, so I would assume so. If you're addicted to it, and you're like, just one more. I just need this. I got to do this. I got to do that. That's how it is. I'm still trying to find like a better way of getting better armor, because like I did one urgent quest like over and over and over again, like the big Vader, the big robot ship that you have to fucking Mm -hmm. kill. All all that instance is, is killing that. I did it like probably eight or nine times, got all the, uh, the armor drops off of it. So it's decent armor, but I just, I mean, I used to need more. I used to work in restaurants eight to 12 hours and then come home, raid prep, raid three nights a week. And that's all I did. You know, I feel like I can do that for Fantasy Star Online too. I would be content doing that, which is dangerous. It is because so. you have to do fifty thousand things all the time. I know. You you can't just sit down and play that for eight hours. I don't think I I'm at the point where I'm playing it for eight hours. My big thing is like, okay, am I doing my dailies? Can I? How much of my weeklies can I knock out? And once I feel like there's a wall on, like, experience or money progression, uh, because at the same time, I'm also, like, getting stuff and selling it in a store. So I got a storefront to generate my my revenue. Um, <laughs> why are you looking at me it. like that? Because I see it. It's like looking at my drug-addicted self <laughs> from 10 years ago. Like, I see it, and there's nothing I can do to stop it. Like, I can't stop it. Like, I had plenty of people tell me, like, you waste your time with that. You need to go out and get pussy and all this other shit. And I'm like, nah, man. Got to get these potion mats so I can have the cauldron <laughs> so that we can have top our DPS and all this other shit. I'm like, no. I see it. I can't stop it. So, 
I play Monster Hunter all the time, so I can't say shit anyway. I got yeah, yeah, you definitely can't. I want you to I leveled up my Ranger from level one to level thirty five in one day. Eh, it's not that bad. It's really not. It's actually kind of easy. Once you know how all the early game EXP stuff works and you have tri-boost, it doesn't... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not nothing. I mean, tri-boost stacked with like, your daily boost. So, like, you can have your 100% tri-boost from your item, and then if you have a premium account like I do, uh, you have a tri-boost of 100% from there. <laughs> you see me roll my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> and then you get another try boost if you do all of your daily orders. Yeah, this is why you don't get stimulus packages. Because <laughs> you have money in a pandemic to get a premium account for a free-to-play game. It was like $3. No, it wasn't. I don't remember how much it was. It might have been 15 bucks. Did you buy the $60 pack? No. Nah. I mean, I just buy the money when I need it because you spend like $1.50 if you die and then you just come back. So I just do that sometimes. If I die, if I'm in a really hard instance and I'm by myself. You're playing a fucking mobile game, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Even WoW wasn't that bad. WoW had to pay $15 a month, but I didn't pay to resurrect. Nah, I mean, like you could get half dolls, like half scape dolls. Where you get half your health back, and you get like one or two of those a day, for free. But did you do anything else with your week? <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay, let's transition <laughs> then. <laughs> I'm not gonna fuel your addiction anymore. Uh, anyway. I'm surprised we're recording this tonight. TJ's play streaming Fantasy Star Online I know, right now. I know. I saw it. and I'm just like, I can Why save you. Why did we reschedule to Monday? <laughs> I can save you. Um. Nah, I mean, cool shit that happened. Uh, I usually go on, like, Humble Bundle and Fanatical to see what kind of bundles that they Fuck have. You with this. So just, just some stupid shit. Uh, and I, gambling. It's kind of gambling, yeah. I mean, I, I like doing the mystery packs because you never know what you're going to get. And it's usually a lot of really garbage games. Well, I didn't know that Fanatical had a raffle, more or less, where a very select few of individuals get something called the best of 2020 bundle. The best of 2020 bundle is six mystery games from 2020 that are considered to be either very high end or very highly rated and shit like that, or surprise games that haven't come out yet. So I'm not going to go through the entire list, but I did end up getting a copy of resident evil three, which doesn't release until next month. And Trials of Mana, which is the remake of Secret of Mana th- uh, 2, which I think is cool. And Doom Eternal. And Doom Eternal. And Monster Hunter and World Mo- Iceborne Masters Edition. And Metro Exodus. What was the th- sixth game that I got? I don't know. I can't remember what it was. Oh. It was Death Stranding. Oh, that's what. No, yeah. That's I why that. I didn't I remember it because it's not memorable. <laughs> yeah. That's like the ma- the Iceborne is eighty dollars alone because that comes with Monster Hunter World base and the expansion. Yeah, and a bunch of digital like download shit. Yeah, so that's eighty dollars. Doom Eternal sixty right now. Yep. Resi three and uh, Trials. That's probably a hundred dollars together right there. Metro Exodus. Maybe and how much did you spend? Six dollars on ten games. 
it was supposed to be 10 games. I ended up getting 15 for $6. So you have codes. I have codes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to end up giving away some of these. I'm probably going to do a giveaway. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because you already you just bought Doom Eternal. <laughs> I know. I am so upset about that. Cause like You bought it like four days ago. Yep. I did. And then I just end up getting it for six dollars it's cool uh finally once again this is why you don't get stimulus <laughs> this is why i don't get stimulus <laughs> checks um one step from eden uh that game got released uh it's great it's a really good game yeah it's as expected it and praised it yeah um that's that's my week that's really all i did just work on shit and play fantasy star online all right. Well, I 100%ed Doom Eternal. So <laughs> you 100%ed it? I 100%ed all the collectibles on Ultraviolence. How how high is Ultraviolent? It's the hard. It's the hard? Okay. It's like hurt me plenty. Hurt me plenty. I think is normal. Anyway, it they they name their difficulty levels like Starbucks names their drink sizes. Okay. So uh, but yeah, there's ultra, there's nightmare and then ultra nightmare that's above me, which is very hard and then crazy hard. And, uh, no, that game is so much harder than 2016. Really? Cause I beat, I beat doom 2016 on ultra violence as well. It was hard. I had parts where I was like, oh shit, you know, I messed up here or there. This and th- doom eternal is incredibly fast paced. Like, it is the most fast-paced first-person shooter I've ever played in my life. It is insane. And it the mobility that you get as the Doom guy. Which, by the way, this game, I'm not going to go into spoilers, but this game clears up all the Doom lore. It, 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 it ties everything together. Everything. The one thing I will say is the Doom guy in this game is the Doom guy from Doom 1. Really? Yes. It Has it been like together. one big continuous timeline? It's been one dude the entire time. So, motherfucker's just angry. 100%. His, the reason he is so good at what he does is because he hates demons so much. And in this game, he's so fucking tired of hearing everything everybody has to say. Everyone's like, oh, you're. it's like in Doom 2016 where Samuel Hayden's like, oh, you shouldn't destroy these. This is the, it's going to solve the energy crisis. He's like, fuck this. Don't care. I'm not going to try and reason with you. I'm destroying this because I'm the fucking Doom guy. Doom Slayer. It's not Doom guy anymore, but yeah. We do get a voice. There's a flashback where we hear his voice. He has like two or three lines, uh, but it's all like rip and tear, like, like the demons gotta kill the demons like that's what he has to say like that's that's all he says dude yeah so doom there's there's always been like this one uh theory i don't know how old this theory is but what is the possibility that this is blaskovich's son or descendant no connection between that that and wolfenstein not that I see in this game. Okay. Like, there's vinyl music that you pick up. That So, the vinyls you pick up are actual tracks you can play in your Fortress of Doom, which is what your headquarters is called. And uh, 
you pick up the vinyls, they're collectibles in the missions, and then you can go there and basically they're vinyls that are up on the wall with the music poster, mm-hmm. and then you can hit play. So it's like music from it's got you know uh, at the at Hell's Gates, which is you know you, you know the main Doom song yeah. from Doom One. Uh, it's got music from Doom Two. It's got music from Quake. It's got music from Wolfenstein. It's got uh, music from Doom 2016, like Rip and Tears in there, which is really, really good. And they're all custom album arts. It's not like the actual album covers. Mm-hmm. It's just art that they've made for the game. And uh, so those are dope. In your opinion, uh, this is important to me because, like, I love the soundtrack to 2016. Which one is this? This one hits harder. This one hits harder? This one, the one in 2016 is good. But this one, I had more times where I was remembering songs besides just rip and tear. Okay. This one, I'm just like, okay, this is good. Uh, technically, you get four games with Doom Eternal. So if you pre-order Doom Eternal, you got Doom to, uh, 64. That's cool. You got Doom Eternal. And then later on, uh, I think once you beat the game or do a certain amount of things, you unlock Doom. And then you also, there is a tie-in to the Doom novels in this game. Yeah, yeah, because it's confirmed the guy that was in the Doom, the Doom guy in the Doom novels, is this Doom guy. But yeah, uh, you can unlock Doom too as well. Okay. So and all the toys, there's uh, so you know in the Doom 2016 how you had the different uh, kinds of Doom guys, basically the the Funko Pops that yeah. you would collect of the Doom. They guy. all look like Funko Pops. Uh, well, this one is all the enemies. And if uh, they ever release all these toys, I would buy every single one of them. You're going to have your own little Fortress of Doom in your office? Those, If they ever release those, like, they're awesome. The best one, like, the first one you get is the Slayer, which is yourself. Mm-hmm. And what he does is he un- he does his blade out, and then he, like, pushes the, the little uh, toys blade out, too. And he goes, like, yeah, like that. And it's the best. That's it's awesome. so good. Uh, you can actually kind of see the Doom guy's face in this game because his uh, visor is see-through. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of see his... I mean, you, we all know what his face looks like. It just looks like the guy from Doom 1 and Doom 2. Uh, do I think it's a better game than Doom 2016? Uh, this is hard to say because this is a situation with me where I have the argument of Alien versus Aliens. Uh, because of the mobility of Doom Eternal... I really feel like it's a different game. You get a dash. You have an air dash. Your super shotgun now has a meat hook that latches on to enemies and pulls you to the enemy. And then you can dash away. It's so fast-paced. There's there's runes that you get that while you're in the air, you go into slow-mo. So you can actually work out your... It's all about working out the next plan. Like, yeah, I'm going to... like. I'm going to meat hook this mancubus and shotgun him in the face. But I also need to dash back and then rocket launch this dread knight that's coming right at me as well. Otherwise, I'm fucking dead. So there were many times, not so much in the beginning, but towards the end where I was just like, I was getting very mad at myself because I wasn't handling the situations correctly. And I was like Friday night, I was just yelling. I was like, this is fucking bull. So all the enemies are... There's a big, huge cast of enemies in this game. Like, of course, we've got, you know, the imps from 2016, the Kako demons, which you you come across the Kako demons in mission one, and they're trivial. 
Like, you shoot a uh, sticky shotgun shot in their mouth, and they blow up, and they can automatically go into glory kill mode. So, but... It's... It's tough. Because there's one... The Marauder, which uh, you've probably seen in the Mm cutscene. It's the the big guy with the axe and all that. Uh, Those guys are uh how do you say this they are a window of opportunity enemy where you cannot do any damage until a certain window of opportunity opens like if you try to shoot him he automatically puts a shield up if you try to use any super weapons on him he deflects them so whenever he goes to attack you his eyes glow green and that's when you can hit him they're fine by themselves the first time they're introduced it's absolutely fine Later in the game, it's when they start throwing the other demons at you as well. And they're like, oh, here's a Marauder. Have fun with that because this guy chases you down. He's as fast as you are. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's, it, it's ridiculous at some points. The final boss, I'm surprised there was no Marauders there. If they would have put... There was no time where there was two Marauders. If there were two Marauders at any time, it would have been fucking insane. And it might be because of the difficulty I was on. But, I don't know, man. That game is very, very good. It ties up a lot of stuff. Uh, like I said, I've already 100%ed it. I wanna, I'm going to play it again. Uh, it's very, very good. But I might think I'm leaning a little bit more on the Doom 2016 side. You think 16 is a better game? It really depends on what mood I'm in. Okay. If I want to play a fast-paced game, I'm going to play Doom Eternal. If I just want to kind of chill and enjoy the crazy storyline that's going on, I'll do Doom 2016. There was one thing that I was gauging uh, when I was watching you play, and I watched a few other play- people seeing it. Like I've seen um, Lawrence Sontag, who used to be part of Funhouse. I've seen uh, yeah, Bruce. Yeah, that guy's insane at this game. Yeah, he's real good. Uh, I've seen Bruce play it. I've seen uh, Pat. Uh, from Pat Stairs at play it. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Metroid Prime. Do you would you concur with that, or I mean, do you think that ang- like there's you just said, like it's, it's similar. angry Metroid? Okay. I mean, it, this is even more fast paced than Metroid Prime, though. I'm not trying to say like fast paced, but it's just like, do you, is there areas where you're going back to previously? Uh, discovered locations to find new stuff? Like, is it like a Metroid? I mean, it's all it. No, it's all mission based. Okay. So it's 13 missions. Okay. But they're incredibly long. Yeah, it looks like a long They game. did do a thing. I don't know if in Doom 2016 if they did this, but in Doom Eternal at the once you are right at the end of the level before you can the level's over, fast travel activates. To where if you need to go back somewhere and miss like pick up a collectible you missed or something, you can just fast travel back there. Instead of having to traverse the whole level. Okay, that's what that means. Because when I heard fast travel, I'm just like, why the fuck is there fast travel in Doom? Not Breath of the Wild fast travel. Okay, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Uh, the platforming is hot garbage. You think it's bad? I, under- I understand what they were going for. They were very ambitious with it. And some of the platforming in the beginning is very, very good. But some of it later on where I've just fallen into a pit and I'm just like, oh, God, okay, fucking, all right, whatever. And then there's walls that you'll grab onto that if you, you can't just sit there because they start to fall. Mm-hmm. 
So you have to make a decision really quick. And I don't, it's, I understand what they were going for and it's, I'm glad that they were ambitious with it. Uh, but in a doom game, I don't think your platform is, it, you should, there's swimming sections in this game, dude. Hmm. In a doom game. Maybe that's just me being like old school elitist, but I'm just like, that's fine. Like the, the battles themselves are great. But, like, a lot of the other shit, I'm just like, ah, whatever. The story is fan-fucking-tastic. There's so much lore. There's lore coming out the ass in here. And all the enemies. I love the enemies. There's even old enemies that have have evolved into new enemies, and it tells you how that happened. That's cool. Like, once you pick up their codexes and stuff like that. Yeah. It's it's really, it's really, really fun. Uh, yeah. Like, I, even though I say it's, it has its flaws, it's not a perfect game, but it's very, very good, and I, I say... I don't know how you can play the, I, this is just me. I don't know how you play this game with a with a controller. Like I am so used I'm so comfortable with the keyboard and mouse now that if I do not have that quick turnaround or that quick like being able to aim, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to play this game. Like I, I just wouldn't be able to. Hmm. Unless you just up your sensitivity on your joysticks. Uh, I I don't know. Uh I'm already not good at first person shooters. Um but I'm also not confident in my skills with keyboard and mouse, so it's going to be an interesting, yeah, uh, experience. The the last ba- the final battle is. I wasn't happy with the final battle. It was like, eh, it got very stressful at some points. I'm just like, this is stressful to the point where it's not fun, and I'm just like, all right, whatever. I'm trying to think of what the final battle was. Oh, the final battle. Yeah, the final battle of 2016 was fine. You could just kind of like strong arm it mm-hmm. and defeat the spider the spider boss, the spider mastermind or whatever it was. Uh, this one is just... I understand how they wanted to go up and over with it, like over the top and all that, but... I am so upset. I don't know if you've gotten any far into the game or if you've seen anything in the game, but at one point, there's these huge fucking mechs and you see him in the game because they used to fight the tyrant demons mm-hmm. and all that stuff. You don't get in one of those the entire fucking game. It made me so mad. Because uh, at the end, I'm like, perfect. This is the perfect time. I'm going to get in one. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to do this. Like, this is going to be a phase. I have to do this phase. And then the final phase will be this. No. Unless it's on another difficulty that I, if it's on, if it wasn't on ultra violence, like if it's on a higher difficulty, then maybe. But I was very, very upset with it. There's one of the mechs in the Fortress of Doom. Like I'm like, I'm, I'm, that's what's gonna happen. We're gonna have to like, we're gonna come back here and we gotta look like we didn't, we didn't the whole time unless I missed something. But I was just like, that's fucking bullshit. That sucks. That sucks. If they've been leading you on the entire time saying that you're going to jump into one of those things and they yeah. just cock-tease you, that sucks. Cock-teased real hard. So, but I really liked it. I'm going to be playing more of it. Uh, yeah, I got all the collectibles. I got all the vinyls. got all the toys. It's really weird. So, you get Praetor tokens, which Praetor tokens up- upgrade. Your, they're the suit upgrades. Mm-hmm. You can do, like, environmental upgrades. You can do, uh, you get, so, that's the thing, too. I don't know how you control all the shit they give you with this on a controller. So, you have your weapon wheel. You have your melee button. You have, which, you get a blood punch later. 
that once your blood punch gauge fills all the way up, it just fucking punches like a wave in front of you. It automatically kills pinkies if you do a blood punch on them. So, uh, then you also have your grenade button, which is your shoulder cannon. You have a button to switch those grenades to your ice grenade. Then you have your dash button. You have your map button. You have your weapon wheel button. You have your the E button. If you're out of dash, you have to use the E button to grab onto grabbable walls. It's the interaction button. And most of the time, you could just dash into a grabbable wall and you'll grab onto it. But if you used both of your dashes and you get up to the wall, you have to hit the E button. So there's a lot of fucking buttons in this game. That sounds like a very <laughs> intensive game. It was. And I fucking loved every minute of it. Even the parts where I was pissed off at it, I really liked it. There was one part in the water where I was like, this is bullshit. I don't know what to do. What the fuck am I doing? And I'm like, oh no, I'm dumb. I forgot a mechanic that they taught me at the very beginning of swimming. Because you can't shoot guns underwater. There's no battle underwater. It's all puzzles underwater. Oh. Under acid water. So you have a time limit to be in the water. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you get a rad suit. So you have, instead of just your health bar and your armor bar, you have a rad suit bar. Okay. Which, when you jump in acid or you jump in uh, uh, toxic water is what they call it, Mm -hmm. uh, that bar will go down. Yeah. And you have to keep going and refilling it and all that other shit. So it's just, it's a breath meter without being breath. Right. Because if you make the Doom Slayer require breath and it makes him look weak so sure the doom slayer he's just fucking just so crazy the entire time in this move in this game he doesn't like i said he just doesn't give a fuck i'm with it i love it he, I basically it. you basically yeah uh you basically go to hell and you kill everything in hell and then you go to quote unquote heaven and you kill everything in heaven and you come back to earth and you kill the demons on he- on earth you kill yeah. all the angels? Like, you go into heaven and kill all the... The quote-unquote angels. They're not angels. Oh, okay. But they're not angels, but they're angels is what they are. Okay. You know how the angels are in Bayonetta? How they're like... Yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 I'm tracking. I'm tracking the, like, that's how yeah. I imagine they would be. Fucking... Why? Because the Doom guy doesn't give a fuck. He's tired of all the bullshit. There's a lore I can't tell you to spoil things. Okay. Okay. It's super fun. If anything, just play it on the easiest difficulty just to get through the story. Okay. Sure. It's super, super fun. I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, Besides that, I played a little bit more Monster Hunter. Uh, Monster Hunter came out with a new update, a new title update. That introduced Furious Rajong and uh, Raging Bracadios. And Raging Bracadios is just fucking a JoJo character. Like, he punches nonstop. And, uh, but his armor's really good. It's shaking up the metal a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to play it on console. Because I think we get that title update on PC uh, in April. Okay. So, uh, and then uh, a new a monster called Alatrion got released. Uh, it's a fan favorite from old Monster Hunter games. Uh, basically, it's a black dragon that's so fucking crazy and unstable in its body that it controls all four elements at any given time. I remember you telling me so, about him. Yeah, and he's like super aggressive and shit. So he got he got released. So that's 
that I think when that title update comes out in May, I think PC and console will be on the same page. Finally, all the updates from then on will be at the same time. So that's why a lot of people like a lot of people that I know play Monster Hunter World on PC. They jumped on console to play the new fights Mm -hmm. and they were like, cool, I'll wait a month. And then they came back to PC. So. But I'm trying to think other than that, I have not picked up Animal Crossing yet. I just don't know if I'm going to like it. I've never played a Animal Crossing game. I either don't think I'm going to like it or I'm going to like it too much. And I got shit to do. I mean, are you into collectathons? I mean, yeah. I play Banjo Kazooie and Donkey Kong Country 64. Okay. So So it's not like a collectathon in the sense of you're going out and doing all this this cool platforming. It's literally like, hey, you need to pay off your house. You need to give me like 26,000 bells. Go get me shells. I also play Harvest Moon. Okay. So it's a little bit like Harvest Moon, but I think harvest moon is a little bit more technical where animal crossing is just more feel good well that's good too that's what the world needs right now yeah but if uh i might pick it up i don't know we'll see and then other than that uh a tornado hit the uh the town i used to live in actually tornado opened up right in the middle of the fucking city and it destroyed the mall the mall is basically no more the Best Buy's gone. Barnes and Noble's gone. Uh, there was a picture of a truck? Question mark because it had ripped everything but the frame off of it. Like it, you know how you eat chicken wings? Yeah. Yeah, that's what that truck looked like. Yeah. Uh, the Academy Sports is gone. Uh, but most of the post office is gone. The Gateway tires collapse magic tuck dry cleaners is gone uh what else a couple other places are gone cheddars is gone cheddars fucking gone like so gone oh no not cheddars (laughs) that's one of the fancy places to eat in jonesboro sir (laughs) so but no yeah that shit hit uh i was playing doom on saturday and my mom had called me. I was like, what the fuck? Well, no, I'm playing Doom. And I go out. I go into the house, and I was like, oh, shit. I look at the yard. The yard's, like, got tons of water in it. I'm like, what the fuck? Was it, was it raining? And I walk in, and my wife goes, there's a tornado in Jonesboro. And I was like, I beat Doom. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay, you should probably call your brother. So I call him, and he's like, yeah, we're okay. We just watched it outside of our window form and then go into town. And I'm pretty sure it was probably an F3 or F4 because this bitch was huge. So they they were looking out the uh, window. We're like, okay, goodbye, everybody. She's like, yeah, like what the fuck are you gonna do here? We're not equipped like with basements or anything or storm cellars in cities like that. So it's pretty bad. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Mother Nature, but she's opening up tornadoes in the middle of cities like out the ass this year. Nashville got hit earlier this year. Jonesboro got hit. Yeah, dude. So what I'll be doing is any streams that I do this week, uh, I'll be raising money and 100% of the proceeds will be going to uh, any tornado relief back in back home. Good shit. So, uh, uh, but yeah. Yeah, that was an that F4 tornado. Yep. And after seeing it, you can tell. That's crazy. It is crazy. I'm trying to think of... It, it didn't hit where we used to live, though. But... uh. 
It's crazy. A lot of people, my magic buddies, they're fine. Uh, surprisingly enough, I don't think any fatalities have been reported. That's the silver lining. The silver lining of the coronavirus is because a lot. This was a Saturday at five o'clock in the after, in the evening, in Jonesboro. That Best Buy would have been packed. Yeah. That Barnes and Nobles would have been packed. Uh, a lot of these places would have been had tons of people in them, and thankfully because of the coronavirus, it didn't. Uh, so thanks coronavirus. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thanks coronavirus. Is that the new thanks Obama? Uh, I guess it's not Obama. Yeah, anyone. sure. We're not saying thanks to Trump. That's for fucking sure. So. Uh, I don't want to get into it. Don't want to. Jesus but, uh, fucking Christ. Yeah, because you don't deal with tornadoes. Tornadoes have been a thing all my life. I've lived right here all the time. I've only had to deal so with a tornado like, once. Um, maybe twice, but I've only I've only actually dealt with one once. Uh, when I'm in the double digits, boy. Yeah. Uh, when we moved from New York to New Mexico back in the mid '90s. We were staying in a place in Oklahoma. We had just gotten done eating at a Waffle House, and we were planning on, you know, shacking up for the night. And all of a sudden, we hear on the news, oh, yeah, there's an F3 or F4 tornado heading our way. And my dad's like, nope. So he packs everyone up in the car, and we just drive off. And my mom says that she saw a tornado in her rearview mirror for, like, a good 15 20 minutes just mm -hmm. no it's that episode of uh that 70s show where eric goes to pick up uh donna and there's a tornado just behind him and then he turns around and it's gone <laughs> i don't think i've seen that episode but it's really funny take your word for he it. doesn't know there's a tornado and then he gets there because she's at the uh the record station where she works sure she goes oh my god you came out here you came to save me he goes save you from what he goes there's a tornado out there he goes there's a tornado outside. <laughs> he like starts freaking out. <laughs> it was really funny. That's stupid. Uh, but no, man. Yeah, tornadoes fucking insane. I used to be terrified of them, and then I walked outside one day when there was a tornado warning, and my dad was standing outside, and I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, if it's coming, it's coming, and I want to see it." And ever since then, I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do now too." So we just stood outside. Fuck that. Like st getting sitting in your bathroom. And putting a mattress over yourself isn't going to fucking save you. I mean, I guess it's similar. Because while we don't have tornadoes, we have hurricanes. And hurricanes can be pretty bad. I've been through... I personally have been through two hurricanes that were really devastating. Uh, one... Yeah, but you can like get away from the coast far enough to get away from them, right? The thing is, is that... When you're in the middle of the country, like just in the middle of the Midwest, people can go north, south, east, west. You can leave the area in all sorts of directions. When you're on the coastline and like directly on the coastline, there's only one direction you can go to get out the way. Okay? <laughs> and it's the opposite fucking direct – the same direction that that hurricane is coming in, you want to be moving in. And then when all the traffic clogs up. And everybody is just like having the same idea because, oh, shit, the hurricane's coming and there's only one direction to go. You kind of get fucked over. So if you're lucky, you are in high ground or you're like me and was in a barracks, uh, uh, you know, big old brick building that was reinforced for storms because North Carolina and South Carolina is a bitch. Uh 
and you just weather the storm. But then Hurricane Sandy took place, and luckily I wasn't there for that one, but my entire hometown got fucked up. I know I talked about it. I lived in a fishing town, and, like, the waters were going all the way up my fucking block. And it's, like, a good three, four miles away from the shoreline. So that shit is fucking crazy. Hurricanes are no fucking joke. Tornadoes chase you. So... (laughs) Tornadoes chase you in one direction. That's a fucking lie. (laughs) (laughs) Them bitches change their minds up real quick. What's crazy is, too, when you see a tornado and it hasn't hit anything yet, it's peaceful. Like, it's clean. It's like, it doesn't. Once it starts hitting shit, that's when it starts getting dark and black and all that stuff. Because all that darkness and blackness of the tornado is the bullshit that they're picking up is the debris it's picked up. So, like, before it... If it's just, like, in the middle of a regular field, tornadoes look very peaceful. They look actually really fucking cool. But then they get real mad real fast. So... <laughs> uh, but now that just amazes me that one opened up in the middle of fucking city and no fatalities have been reported. Yeah, that's crazy. There's shit tons of damage. Like, there's damage out the fucking ass. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Oh, my God, and... One of the O's went out at the Goodwill. And people are like, praise God, he saved us. One of the O's? It's because it said, in the Goodwill sign went out. So it says God oh, will. Oh, for fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. There was this old sign, this old marquee sign, that the only thing left was the standing bar and then a bar going across the middle of it. And they're like, he's telling us signs. And I said, first of all, I almost commented on a Facebook post for the first time in almost 10 years. And I was like, first of all, that's lowercase t. The crosses don't look like that. Jesus' arms, he didn't have gorilla arms. They weren't all the way down to his knees. Anyway, but yeah. That was like when 9-11 uh, happened and the T-beams were popping up. And like, it's a sign. I'm like, no, that's just the structure of the building. structural foundation. Oh, you're, yeah, you're like, just going to run with it. Okay, got it. There's T's everywhere. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure Jesus wouldn't like to see that. Because <laughs> he got nailed to it. <laughs> I love that joke. That's like me getting stung by a wasp and being a beekeeper or something like that. Like, it would be bullshit. Like, that's the last thing I want to see. That analogy. That was, was, that was really a bad terrible. analogy. <laughs> I thought you were going to go for the JFK. It's like seeing sniper rifles all over the place. Like, why would he want to see that? Well, he's not because he's dead. Oh, are you saying if he came back? Yeah. 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 That's the real Jesus. Jesus fucking Christ with a K. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, That's all I got. That's all I got. All right. Let's hit some news. It's been two weeks. There's some old news that I want to talk about. There's some new news that I guess is cool to talk about. Fuck it. Let's do it. How do you want to do this? Uh, let me look at the docket again. Cause you wrote, did you wrote seven pages? Uh, well, it's 10 pages on mine, but that's because I added one extra page. You can't add shit and not send it to me. I sent it to you. This is the new version. It's only eight for me today at eight thirty PM updated. Yes. Yeah. Check that's the one board. I have open. That's the one I have open. Okay. All right. Tell me about these guys that are butthurt because of console exclusivity. Okay. So 
It's a bit of an older news, but on March 10th, Gorilla announced on Twitter that Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition will be released on PC, and uh, they were excited to reach a whole new player base. Um, well, Rightfully so, because that's a good yeah, game. Yeah, it's an awesome game. I love that game. In fact, I'm probably going to buy it when it gets released on PC, because one, uh, I haven't played the DLC for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Two, uh I fucking love Aloy, so fuck it. Great game. Uh, Well, some stands on the PlayStation side are mad that their game is losing its exclusivity deal. Uh, Twitter was rife with angry messages, uh, angry tweets, hot takes. Uh, This guy, Omega Zio says uh y'all are on y'all are a playstation company pc is your direct competing platform not only y'all destroyed playstation uh of 25 years but you don't see that nintendo is putting exclusives on pc because the reasons i described 25 years went down the drain it's over for playstation this is not my sie uh a few things about that comment one um damon x machina was just released for the pc so no it's it's the it's the internet. It's, it's, it's the internet. Uh, the dude used the Kanye GIF, so I, I don't have the the actual page up open. I just have it written down here. But yeah, that's 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 stupid. Uh, two Nintendo sold out to mobile a few years ago, so there's another mm-hmm. thing on there. But I'm I'm just saying that it's kind of stupid. Another one, Zero Belif says no reason to buy a PlayStation console anymore. Just wait until Sony ports an exclusive to PC. Uh, how many PC, uh, how many PlayStation exclusive games have been ported over to PC? You have Death Stranding. I, can't, I don't know. You have Death Stranding. Was it? A, was Death Stranding exclusive though? It it or was. So it was originally an exclusive, and I think they went to timed exclusive. Why are people so upset about other people having the access to be able? Because to play? it's tribalism. It's fucking tribalism. It's and I think that part of I, this could be completely wrong. Uh, but I think that there are certain people out there that get really butthurt over the whole oh, PC Master Race bullshit going back and forth with console players. And it's something that validates console players. You know, what makes consoles special is their exclusives. And that's the only reason why I play on console. Because if. If I knew that game, multiple games are going to be coming out on both console and PC, I can just get it for PC and it's going to look better. But mm-hmm. I can get console exclusives for my PlayStation, for my Xbox, for my Switch. Um, I mean, shit, put it all on PC anyway. As we see with the new uh, consoles, they don't make money off of them. So Yeah. I mean, it's it's just stupid shit like that. But the idea of saying that no one has the right to play your game because it's not your game, it's these developers' game. It's not your game. You bought a you bought a right. You bought a contractual right to play a game that a company made. It's not yours. You didn't work on it. You can put two hundred dollars into this game. It's not your fucking game. Wonderful one on one's not our game. Shovel Knight's not my game. Like, that's not my game. These guys have problems is what these people have. Yeah, that, that's pretty much everything that I wanted to say. Everything that I wanted to say. <laughs> I mean, like, it's... 
in all of it, like most of these are fucking terrible like comments, but the Jacksepticeye, he was like, more games on more platforms is always a welcome thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Give more people time to play. I it. mean, I, I don't want to spend more money on a console that I have to. I did. We've talked about it. I bought a PS4 strictly for Bloodborne. I bought a Wii U strictly for Monster Hunter. You bought a Wii U for Monster Hunter? Strictly for Monster Hunter. That's the thing that made me buy the Wii U was Monster Hunter 3U. Okay. I like Monster Hunter. Okay. (laughs) I've got a few more of these. They're pretty good. Uh, Kai Juchi. Go ahead. Read them off. (laughs) uh, Says, I remember when PlayStation stuck by their hardware like Nintendo does. Now they're bending bending the knee to Microsoft instead of encouraging PlayStation Now subs to entice more people to join the PlayStation community. Can't wait to see all this piracy and fragmentation backfire just on them just for this. Do people forget how shitty Nintendo was to Sony in the beginning? Uh, I, I don't see that being the correlation between the two, but yeah. I mean, again... Well, they keep saying, like, Nintendo's never done this. Nintendo hasn't done anything to piss us off. I'm like, really, dude? I love Nintendo, and Nintendo pisses me off all the time. Yeah, they're kind of garbage. Uh, Joel L. Joel M. Santos says, you don't see Nintendo putting their assets on PC. I suppose only on PlayStation is pretty worthless now. What a disgrace. Which, again, I'm like... No, say the note you put in there. Damon X Machina, you dumb fucking cunt. Like, Jesus. Like, I know it's one example, but Nintendo has already voiced their interest in moving their stuff over to PC. Like... Uh, Speaking of ports and shit, did you see the rumors for the Mario stuff? Yeah, there's supposed to be another Nintendo Direct this month, and it's supposed to be the 35th anniversary. Yeah, it's the 35th anniversary of Mario. Apparently, there's going to be a ton of Mario games, which I think they would be cool because it's supposed to be what is it, 2020? This is either the 29th or 30th year for Sonic. So if I'm going to get a whole bunch of Sonic and Mario games this year, I'd be pretty fucking down with that. Dude, if we got... So a lot of people are saying, hey, this should be the All-Stars 2. It should be like a new upscaled version of Super Mario 64, Sunshine, Galaxy 1 and 2. Hell yeah. Like that four, those, those four right there. Someone said 3D World. 3D World uh, is another really article. good one. Underrated. Uh. Yeah, an article was talking about 3D World, uh, New Paper Mario. I can only hope, man. I can only hope. That's not on the 3D. I, I, <laughs> they moved away from the traditional Paper Mario formula. Like, I'm in the I think I'm in the minority when I say I thoroughly enjoyed Color Splash. I love that fucking game. But did you like the Sticker Squad? The Sticker Squad or whatever it was called on the 3DS was booty. And then the fucking Mario and Luigi and Paper Mario and Paper Jam. That game is ass. So. I mean, the best Paper Mario game is Thousand Years. Yeah. Later, so. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see them remake that. But I think that Paper Mario is too far removed from everything else that regular Mario is. So if I saw 64, if I saw Sunshine, God, I would love to see you Sunshine remake. Uh, I love that fucking game. Um. I mean, we've got so many other things that were on the GameCube with remakes. Like, we got Wind Waker remake. Yeah. We got Twilight Princess remake. Uh, and they were just made. We like, there wasn't like, oh, this is the the year of Link. 
in The Legend of Zelda. No, they just, they just made it. fucking made it. Which, if that's the case, I want my fucking Skyward Sword remake without the shitty motion controls. God, that game is um, so uh, good. That game is so that like fucking good. Like for a remake? I, we've talked about this before, too. <laughs> I know. I'm just venting. Like, seriously, Skyward Sword is arguably, if it wasn't for the shitty controls, has the potential of being one of the best Zelda games out there. Wasn't that the game where Nintendo was finally like, all right, we've put a motion stabilizer on the Wii controllers? <laughs> I think that was the game where they were, like, they pushed it out there. They released it with Either it. that yeah. or it was Red Steel 2. I feel like Red Steel 2 was the first game that had the motion control plus. I think the what didn't the 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 Skyward Sword Wii mode actually had it built in though. It wasn't just yes. an attachment. I think that's what it was. So I think I Red Steel 2 I don't have the built in. was the attachment and then Skyward Sword was was the, the built, built in. in. But anyway, cuz I think the black controllers after that started having the built in yeah. ones. I think that's where I had so. mine. No man, sunshine would be great. I like I kill for I, fucking sunshine. Sunshine Galaxy. So I've not beaten all three of those games. I've played very little. That those was a time in my life where I kind of backed out of video games mm-hmm. for a little bit. So I own Sunshine, but and I own Galaxy Two. That's the one with Yoshi on the front. Yes, I have that one. Uh, but I've never sat down and actually played them. Uh, they're great, outstanding games. Um. Galaxy was really close to being my favorite Mario game, like of all time. Uh, it's got some crazy ass lore. It, it's got crazy lore. It's got amazing gameplay. Like at first, I was really apprehensive because I'm just like, okay, this is this is just Mario platforming, eh, woohoo, whatever. And then I really got into it. I'm like, this game is fucking amazing. I got a little dizzy sometimes. Uh, you get used to that. No, really, Galaxy is fucking outstanding like really really good um i still like sunshine better and i think that's a nostalgia reason because of like that was sunshine's just happy go lucky it's happy go lucky but it was also a time period in my life where i was actually happy as a kid so that's why i have a lot of affinity towards that game uh yeah i'd be down for another all-stars too Anyway, back to people being mad about Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, what was probably the best response, and it turned out to be a joke, <laughs> was the AP99's video with the caption, Great way to spend my birthday. Thanks for fucking nothing, PlayStation Gorilla. Herman Hust, uh, Yosp, decades thrown away, and it was all for nothing, which prompted the reaction from Horizon Zero Dawn producer Sam Sharma. What the fuck is wrong with you people? We made a game. You enjoyed it. Now some other people get to enjoy it, and somehow that takes away from your enjoyment. Please be kind to yourselves. Your enjoyment of a game has not diminished because some more people get to play it. How do I facepalm when I can't touch my face because of the corona panic? And it was a video. It's, it's a video of, like, his entire house was, like, torn to fucking shreds. I, this dude looked like he got robbed. Yeah, and, then he and it, he, it. I think he, like, smashed his PlayStation 4. Uh, is that what that is? I think is? that's what that is. It looks is. like a monitor. Oh, uh, it could be it a monitor. It looks like a monitor. Uh, it, it looked pretty dumb. I mean, if he smashed it, I mean, he just says, good on Sony, he's going to go buy another yeah, one. Yeah, pretty much. So. They already got their money. 
Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's basically it for that one. Like, there's a little bit, just, there's a little bit more. Um, stop being cunts. Yeah. PlayStation Blog sat down with head of PlayStation's Worldwide Studios, Herman Holst, uh, for a Q&A interview. Holst was previously the managing director of Guerrilla. On the topic of Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC, He uh, PlayStation uh, Blog asks, PlayStation is no stranger to publishing titles on PC, but Horizon Zero Dawn is one of the largest games to make this leap. Is there anything you would say to PlayStation fans? Uh, what does that mean for the future? And Hulst replies, sure, I think it's important that we stay open to new ideas of how we introduce more people to PlayStation and show people maybe what they've been missing out on. Uh, and maybe uh, put a few minds at ease, releasing one first-party AAA title to PC does not necessarily mean that every game will now come to PC. In my mind, Horizon Zero Dawn was just a great way to fit this particular instance. We don't have plans for uh, for day-to-day -day re PC releases, and we will remain 100% committed to dedicated hardware. Um, I think what's important to realize is that, me personally, I honestly do feel like we're in the twilight years of actual hardware. Uh, subscription services are going to be the future, and I think that this is just another stepping stone in that direction once everything starts going more digital. Um. You know, there is there is one thing where, you know, PlayStation Now could eventually be put on Chromecast. It can be played on your fucking tablet. It can it can be the next Stadia after, you know, Stadia fails and the actual people that, you know, know how to make video games does it, implements it well. We'll see what happens. But this here, this little tantrum, that's dumb as shit. This yeah. is stupid. We're in a very shitty time right now. Don't get all... And I understand tensions are running high because of shit that's going on in the world right now. And I understand as well, I don't want people to see the listeners to think that I'm single-minded and don't understand why someone would be so upset about this. I get it. You become attached to a brand. You become like, this is better. Like you were saying earlier, this I like this because we have this and you don't have that. That's why this is better. But that is fucking caveman talk. That's like saying, like, no, nah, I'm not going to get into that, but it's just, it's goofy. Like, obviously this was done because, I mean, let's be honest. The developers like, we want other people to enjoy our game. You want to reach out to PC so you get more money. Got to respect the hustle. That's fine. It's, it's a three-year-old uh, game, and you want to make more money yeah. off of it. Licensing uh, contracts update and expire and need to be renewed and all this other stuff like i don't think people understand that when you make a game a, a, like a like sony when they get a game from another developer that's not directly in their wheelhouse mm -hmm. they they have to buy the rights to that game for a certain amount of time they just don't have it forever like that's not how that works the only people that have it forever are the developers if they didn't sell the rights off to somebody right and I think a lot of people just don't understand that. And it's fine. Like, we live in a world, a day and age, where people don't read everything. They read a headline, and they're just like, Fuck that! Here's an opinion on YouTube! But it is what it is. Quit being shitty. It'll be fine. And wash your hands, so... <laughs> and your ass. Wash your ass. Yeah, yeah, you gotta wash that, too. <sighs> so, uh, Speaking of uh, the Sony and all that stuff, let's go into... 
let me pull up. I'm I've got all these links open for the recording of the video. So I have to like generally like close them all down when I'm done with mm-hmm. them. So All right, so <laughs> I forgot this live stream happened until I read about this article and I was like, "Oh yeah. The most informative/boring re- quote-unquote reveal I've ever seen." And it's not even a fucking reveal. So, it's nothing not. got revealed. I mean, Sony came out no, well, well, words and schematics and tech, but nothing Blueprints. got shown. Blueprints. And the most most calm voice I've ever heard ever come out of Dana Carvey. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't take that joke as my own. That was from Twitter. But anyway, the place uh, Sony announces that the PlayStation 5, they had a spec conference. And uh, apparently you put it, it was for big brain people like you. So... Uh, After weeks of hype, especially after Microsoft did a full-spec review of the Xbox Series X, fans and gaming enthusiasts alike have been impatiently waiting for Sony to show off the physical PS5 and what it's capable of. Mark Cerny, traditionally known for his work with Sega, Naughty Dog, and Insomniac Games, but will now be known for the smoothest voice in the industry, gave the most complex press conference possible. Basically, what we're going to do is we're just going to go through all the tech we saw. If you want to go watch it, it's on YouTube. And if you want to go watch funny reactions, there's VODs on Twitch. So, <laughs> uh, But to start off, the CPU is going to be an 8X, uh, 8X Zen 2 cores at 3.5 gigahertz with SMT. Now, you are the tech guy and the info guy, so you're going to have to break these down. I mean, it's, it's just the processor. So there's eight Zen 2 cores at 3.5 gigahertz mm-hmm. with SMT. Um, fucking, I forget what the acronym for SMT was. Um, it escapes me. Uh, it's not as strong as what's in the Xbox One X. It's almost, I guess you could say it's kind of comparable to what we'll see in i7 and maybe a little bit of i9 core processors. What's important to note is that um, just because it looks like the numbers are lower comparing to PC and to Microsoft, Sony has always focused on custom built Sony based stuff. So it it yeah. may be lower. Oh yeah. It may be yeah. stats maybe lower, but that's because this is for Sony stuff. So uh it's kind of like you have you have your your AMD and you have your Nvidia. Microsoft borrows from AMD all the time. PlayStation petitioned AMD to do something specifically separate from whatever Microsoft in the mainstream is about. But no, uh, well, you, you were saying they were having their own stuff built. Yeah. Uh, we also, we'll also get into it more because they're focusing there. When we, when we start talking about the SSDs, we'll get more into it because there was some big surprises there, but yes. yeah, don't be fooled by just the numbers. Yeah. And I, I'm not making the call right now saying that, you know, Oh, the, the Xbox series X is confirmed more powerful than what the, the PlayStation five has. Um, I mean, we saw, we saw a lot of things where, um, like, for example, the PlayStation 3 is a more powerful machine than the Xbox 360. However, the 360 ran smoother compared to the PlayStation 3. Um, just like there's differences based on the way that the machines are built and custom around their CPU, their GPU, and the way that memory and data is transferred between everything. Um, you know, it's more important to look at the build as a whole 
rather than just little facets between each of the right, components. Right. Uh, for GPU, we have a 10.28 teraflop uh, GPU, AMD-based, uh, with 36 CUs at 2.23 gigahertz. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later on. Um, all I can say is that it's a little bit weaker than the 2070 Super. Uh, it, it's, right, right. I think it's more powerful than a 2070, but a little bit under a 2070 Super. Uh, GP2, GPU architecture is AMD Custom with RDNA 2. Memory interface is a 16 gigabyte GDDR6 at 256 bits. Uh, memory bandwidth is a 448 gigabytes per second. Internal storage is a custom 825 gigabyte SSD, which kind of disappointed in that. Uh, power yeah. Power output is 5.5 gigabytes raw with a typical 8.9 gigabytes compressed. Expandable storage is using an NVMe SSD slot. Uh, external storage is using a USB uh, HDD slot. Optical drive is 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray drive. Um, on this point with solid states, it says here that the PlayStation 5 is going to feature an ultra high speed SSD with an integrated custom IO system. This combination should reduce loading screens uh, compared to the PlayStation 4, which had bandwidth speeds of 50 to 100 megabytes a second and seek times of 2 to 50 milliseconds. The PlayStation 5 is looking to hit bandwidth speeds of 5 gigabytes a second and make t seek time se instant. Uh, seamless, I think is the word that they were using. But I right, want it instant. Right, right. Uh, this would make load times when going to new stages or dying or fast travel seem seamless, instantaneous. Uh, it would allow for load times of two gigabytes in a quarter of a second. So they could have just said eight gigabytes a second. They could. It's 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 <laughs> stupid amounts of data, but they could have just said two, big two, big numbers, big brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think like the best analogy that I can have for that is that you're playing Dark Souls, right? Um. Or even, like, let's go old school. Let's go with Spyro. Uh, the way that Spyro was able to compress everything into its world was that it would slowly load up more shit in the background as you were going around a certain path. Now, the game's AI is mm -hmm. expecting you to go in a certain direction. So if, for example, you change direction and the AI isn't as quick to keep up with you, it may take a little bit longer yeah. to load up certain areas. Um, now, we're talking about computers, so this is the difference of, like, seconds. Not like, oh, shit. Right. I, it's not like D&D &D where it's just like, oh, wow, I didn't expect my players to go into the fucking forest and <laughs> go fucking beat each other's meat for two days. Uh, no, it's not like that. You're playing the, you're playing a different kind of D&D. &D. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's pretty much like... Different areas are loading once you hit certain checkpoints, I guess you can say. They yeah, expect like you to reach certain areas. I think that when uh, Mark Cerny was using an example, he went to Jack 2 where he said that he had this giant city. I think it was like Liberty City or some shit like that. And he had to have certain checkpoints around the entire city in order to load other parts of it. Um, that Now that won't be an issue at all. Its search speeds are going to be boom. Instant, instant, instant. Yeah, it'll be like the like if you turn around, usually like I think what he said was in the in the presentation, 
in games kind of like now, the stuff that's behind you as the player, especially if it's in like first person, mm-hmm. that stuff's like usually not loaded. It kind of loads when like you turn, like it loads like quick like that. But I think they said that now um, I might be getting it met, met like vice versa, but now they said like all that's going to be loaded in the section, like it's going to load super super fast. Yeah. So. In the, I don't know. It was uh, very, very boring. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was pretty dry. Um, on the on the subject of RAM, the PS4's eight gigabytes of RAM that memory would more or less sit idle, and would only search data when it was needed. With the PlayStation Five, RAM is in active use, which means it's already searching and loading data for when the player makes a decision to you know on where to go or what to do. Kind of similar to what we were talking about with the solid state, where it's easy to search things. The RAM is automatically going to start pulling data ahead of time instead of only uh, searching for that data when it feels like, okay, now he needs it. So right, it's cool. It, I'm, I'm wondering about the power consumption because it feels like your memory output or the memory is going to be running on high all the time. As opposed to the way that right, the PlayStation yeah. Four is like, oh, I only need to run my memory or search for things now. But you know, we'll see. Uh, on external storage, you can use your PlayStation Four hard drive uh, to store PlayStation Four games and have them played on PlayStation Five. For PlayStation Five games, the Sony will be releasing a custom to uh, a custom M2 storage device, and does not recommend using the PlayStation Four storage. So, the way that they were explaining this. And they were talking about the subject of backwards compatibility. Um, There has been nothing that says that PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 3 games will be running on the PlayStation 5. It's only PlayStation 4 and PlayStation VR. It could be subject to change, but that's not what's been revealed so far. Uh, From what they're saying, they made the comparison to PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3 uh, was running PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 1 off of emulator. it wasn't like legacy stuff. And we'll go into backwards compatibility here. Instead of. Well, po- I was going to say, wasn't like the old school, like the first gen ones actually had like PlayStation 2 hardware in them to be able to actually like read the disc for backwards compatibility instead of just emulating Right. Them. So they had. The issue was, is I think what they were trying to say is that PlayStation 1 was emulated, PlayStation 2 had actual hardware. That was implemented okay, yeah. in there. Uh, for instead of putting the previous console's chipset in the new console, like Sony did with PlayStation Three, they have incorporated the differences between PlayStation Four and PlayStation Pro's chipset with the native PlayStation Five GPU. So since there's a full integration between the PlayStation Four and PlayStation 5's legacy chipset, the consumer should not expect a expect a cost down product to remove it. So what that means is the PlayStation 5's chipset has a PlayStation 4 chipset in it. It's not like the PlayStation 3 where it had PlayStation 3 chipset and PlayStation 2's chipset separately. It's all one chipset. So far, ah. Sony is testing the PlayStation 5's backwards compatibility with legacy titles, starting with the first 100 most popular games and confirming that the code in those games function well with the PlayStation 5. They expect almost all PS4 games to work at launch. There may be some hiccups here or there. Maybe some earlier titles may have some wonky-ass bullshit to go along with it. Um, like your your Knack game. Might yeah, Knack or 
fucking Killzone Shadowfall. Fuck that game. Game's fucking. But Bloodborne. Done. Bloodborne. Bloodborne's gonna look real Bloodborne's good. Bloodborne's probably gonna work well. Uh, on the topic of external storage, uh, we already talked about right right now. Having a custom P- uh, M2 storage device that kind of rubs me the wrong way because what I'm hoping one, I think that the amount of storage that the PlayStation 5 has right now, or just in general between the Series X and the PS5, a terabyte is nothing. A terabyte disappears in the fucking wind. But they also announced that uh, those SSDs could be any. You could use any of that as long as it's an M2 chip. So what they said is that they can use, use you can use any M2 chip, but like you can't use anything that the PS4 is using. Uh, you can use PS4 right. games for PS4 hardware or hard drive. You can't put a PS5 game on there because the PS5s are made for solid state. It's made for that quick search. As far as the PS4 is concerned, I still think that it's disc based. So I don't know what the RPM on a on a PS4 hard drive is, but I mean, comparing a solid state to a fucking regular ass hard drive, it's miles apart from each other. Um, yeah, I mean, one's analog, one's digital. Yeah. So uh, on GPU, it's a custom RDNA two based AMD C, uh, GPU. Uh, recommends not to look at the teraflops as a metric when considering a PS5's graphical output as the chipset <laughs> has been made specifically for Sony's needs. So you can interpret this in two ways. One, you can take them at their word for it and say that, you know, this is Sony's thing, like I said earlier, or this is like, hey, don't immediately write us off just because Xbox has a bigger number dick. Sl- <laughs> number low, don't like <laughs> Uh, on power consumption. This is the thing that I felt was the most interesting, and I still don't completely understand it, but this is this is what I'm getting. On power consumption, the PlayStation 5 is going to use a variable frequency that will have the GPU and CPU running in boost mode at all times, and the power output will vary. This is different from the PlayStation 4 because the out power output was constantly on high and was only activating the CPU and GPU whenever they needed it. I think this goes into the whole speed aspect that we're expecting from the PlayStation 5, where it's constantly searching, constantly getting ready to load up the next area, constantly having that GPU and CPU running, and then having the power supply vary depending on the needs of the game. So the comparison that he made is like if you were to take Need for Speed, which is a, you know, graphically low intensive game. And compare that to God of War, which you have all the fans <laughs> running at all times and it overheats. Uh, when you're doing, when you're always having the power on and you're constantly fluctuating the CPU and GPU, you're running that fucking console at max capacity. Meanwhile, a need for speed, you're you have blur going on to kind of like help your graphics, mm-hmm. so it's it doesn't look completely right, right. like shit. Um, they said if we flip-flop it, your games are always going to look crisp and it's always going to run optimally. What I'm worried about is is that going to run down the CPU and GPU over time? I can see I could personally can see first generation PS5s failing within the first three years. With shit like that. Yeah, if they're 
maxing the power capacity like that. That's that's gonna be crazy. Oh no! But we waited. How long was that presentation? It was an Good. hour. An hour. And we didn't see shit. We didn't, we didn't see, see shit. I think system. I think a lot of it what has to do is like you know Corona is a thing. I also think that they got cock shy. That was weird. I uh, that was weird because they had they had fake audience members yeah. standing like black silhouettes in front of him. That was real. That weird. was awkward. Like, just do a normal press, like sitting at a podium. You don't have to act like it's in front of a crowd or anything like that. Like I don't know, but his voice was very, very nice. It was very even though it was a lot of numbers and kind of boring. It was very. The guy sounds like he's fucking talking about like he knows what he's talking about. So. I mean, the dude's a fucking but again, genius, but yeah, no. But like you said, this is more your thing. Like you love these numbers and all this stuff. I'm the opposite. I like I, I like the numbers, but show me games. Give me a reason to buy your system. Um, I honestly think that Sony is cock shy. I think that was the reason why they waited so long on revealing stuff because when Microsoft went went out and just released an article saying everything that was in the Xbox Series X. <laughs> Uh, they were just like, yeah. fuck. Oh. I still hope it looks like those goofy-ass dev kids. Yeah, that'd be dumb. That'd be stupid. I love them. I mean, you can't, like, the Xbox Series X is stupid, too. It's a big, just a big black box. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's dumb. It's so, stupid. It's super, it's super dumb. But uh, at least they finally came out and at least showed a specs. That's true. So. So we got some information. Like if we if we didn't have this information right now, we'd be like, "What the fuck is going on, Sony?" <laughs> so, all right. Well, speaking of what the fuck is going oh, it's on, about that time. Let's go. This is this probably should have been saved to last because this is like the this big is the one. big one. Uh, I said earlier, I talked about Best Buy, and I said if you need to go to a Best Buy. Go to a Best Buy. I completely understand if you need hardware for both home, leisure, and work. Uh, I mean, shit, obviously I need a new internet modem or something because my upload speeds are garbage. Uh, Like, for example, I got a new uh, mouse. I got a new headset. That's a Razer. Dude, they didn't have anything that you you recommended. They had nothing. This is a Razer, too. Yeah, you have to order... You have to order these mice from the website. Oh, well, <laughs> fuck it. I needed something that like today because my old headphones broke and then my mouse keeps on fucking freezing during certain times. Regardless Whatever. of all that. Not the point. Anyway. Best, Best Buy is essential. I can understand Best Buy. They have Geek Squad. They fix shit. You need shit now. Whatever. Right. Well, not a secret that we're in a fucking national crisis. As of Monday evening... Tonight, there are over 160,000 active cases of COVID-19 in the United States. Uh, Action has been taken to reduce the spread of infection in nearly every single state and local government. The White House has ordered that all gatherings be no larger than 10 at any time. Any gathering outside of family members living in a house together. And, dude, I keep seeing these pictures of churches. That's, like, the one thing I don't Church. understand because Virginia just got Church put down. full on Sunday. Yeah. Virginia just got put down in a um, stay-at-home order. But churches are exempt. I get I, it. Like, you, I, you want to keep your faith. You want to be able to go. Church is a safe place for some people. 
I get it. But scientifically, they are not. Guys, you're making it worse. You can pray at your home. I grew up the entire time. My mom was always like, you know, believe in God and all that. I was like, why don't we go to church? She goes, I can I can believe in God in my house. I don't have to go to church to pray and believe in him. And I was like, right on. It really was because we wanted to sleep in <laughs> is what it was. <laughs> and I fully respect that as well. Uh, so no. this, this people, the type of people that have issues with going to church all the fucking time is the people who I grew up with fucking fanatics. Right, shit's fucking crazy, dude. And these evangelists, these evangelists. There's one specifically that is like milking this shit so hardcore. He's, he's not the dude, only one. He's he's not the only one. You're talking about. I gotta start watching this guy. He's curing it through the TV. You're talking about <laughs> Kenneth Copeland, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, the scumbags will come out. The scumbags always do. I, know. I always said if I if I've ever hit a moral low bedrock that's it i'm gonna be a televangelist i can fucking sell that shit <laughs> i can fucking sell that you know shit. a lot about the religion yeah, so. i can do it it's easy well anyway but anyway it, we talk about all this we talk about the covid19 and how to how bad it is right now but also not to scare you but you need to know the truth uh the reason we bring that up is because while all this is going on there have been governments that have deemed certain kind of things essential, like your job is essential in the situation where you work. Uh, my wife has been deemed essential because as long as there are businesses that are running, there still needs to be some kind of accounting going yep. on. And I have also been deemed essential because I work. Our company is a plasma donation company. We create things that help people. GameStop... <laughs> has come out and said that they are essential because they are quote-unquote game advisors and that people need their business in this trying times. So, uh, let's see. While hundreds of thousands of privately owned small businesses were forced to close for a pandemic, GameStop took the initiative to ensure that their employees would risk infections so that their customers would get their Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing at launch and GameStop's bottom line would fall out of their ass. Oh, okay, that's one you put in there. But <laughs> GameStop decided at the last minute, which this is what was crazy. I was like, this was like three days, maybe two days before Doom Eternal was about to come out. And their tweet says, to ensure we adhere to CDC recommended social distancing guidelines, we will be selling Doom Eternal a day early on Thursday, March 19th, as a safety precaution for our customers and associates. Animal Crossing will release on Friday, th uh, Friday the 20th, to further help separate the crowds. So, uh, let's see. Store managers and shift leaders were quick to take to Reddit to describe their frustrations between last-minute scheduling, but more importantly, trying to figure out how to manage the onslaught of customers that would try to flood the stores while adhering to the 10-person limit. These store leaders, I think is what they're called, got told, some of them after closing, that they're open, they were going to have to open... And have this going on, like, the next day. Yep. Now, granted, I want this on record. This is pre-Reggie. This is pre-Reggie. I don't know Reggie. how much Reggie. Like... This is pre-Reggie right now. So don't try to get us with that, because we like Reggie. I doubt that if Reggie was in charge, he would none of this shit would have happened if Reggie was dealing with this. Like, if he had direct control over all this shit. You never know. But I'm glad he's not there. 
because that would that would break yeah. a lot of people's hearts. Anyway, yeah, it would. Uh, but uh, anyway, to go on, on March 22nd, after much bitching and complaining from an overtly worried and unreasonable consumer base, GameStop announced that the new business practice for all on-site transactions came via delivery at door. Before we get into the delivery at door, uh, games, basically state governments were like, hey, shut down. Like, what's going on? They're like, nah, I have a doctor's excuse. Nah, no, no, it wasn't. Good. No, what I picture. Have you ever seen uh, Parks and Recs? I've seen some. Okay, some, so I was more of an office. Okay, guy, no, so. no, no. So in Parks and Recs, there's this one scene, uh, and I I forget the, the the character's name, but he's like the the all American. He's like super oh, libertarian. Ron. Yeah, Ron, Ron. I think it's Ron Swanson. Uh, yeah. The the park ranger comes up to him and he's just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? You, I, I don't remember. Was he fishing or grilling or some shit like that? He, he was doing something, but he's like, I have a note. I have permission. I can do what I want. <laughs> Ross Watson. <laughs> but fucking, it, it's insane, man. Pretty much the way they would operate for delivery at doors is that only employees would be allowed inside the store. Consumers would go to GameStop.com or check the GameStop app to place an order at a select location. Customer would then have to drive to the location where a corporate slave, which is the game advisor, uh, would greet you with your goods. Now, this is exactly the way that Best Buy does its business right now. The difference is, is that Best Buy is a legitimate essential business and GameStop is hemorrhaging money. And we'll get into that. So they can't shut down right now. Uh, when the media criticized the move, GameStop mouthpieces explained that they are considered an essential retailer <laughs> alongside groceries and pharmacies. In quote, due to the products that we carry that enable and enhance our customers' experience in working from home, we believe that GameStop is classified as an essential retailer and therefore is to able to remain open during this time. Uh, we have received reports from authorities visiting stores in an attempt to enforce closure despite our classification. <laughs> It's a self-classification. Store managers are approved to provide the documentation linked below to law enforcement as needed. The document they keep touting is a piece of paper that tells law enforcement to call the corporate office and to suck it. It doesn't say okay, suck it. Maybe it doesn't say suck it, but it's literally the same thing. They fucking Ron Swanson it. You gotta stop you gotta stop throwing your opinions in with facts, man. <laughs> What's wrong? I'm trying to find it. I have the one. <clears throat> One of these links you sent has the actual, uh, like, note they're supposed to show. Uh, Anyway, I can't find that one. But, yeah, this shit's... This shit is... They are jeopardizing the entire world population by doing this. Uh, Apparently... And on top of it... So, hold on. Before we go further, I want to say the one thing I will defend GameStop on right now is that I do believe video games are a very large entertainment outlet right now for the situation that America and the world is in. Okay. I will say that, and I do understand why GameStop would want to stay open from the money. I I understand the sleaze behind it. I understand why they wouldn't want to stay open and try to push their stuff that they have right now because they're trying to make money. But they are literally risking lives to do this. Don't get me wrong. From from an is egalitarian the right term for this? From looking on the Maybe. outside, 
I get it too, and I'll get to it at the end. Um, but I, okay. d- don't get me wrong; I understand what you're saying. Um, however, with all this bullshit going on, this stirred the fears that of their employees when internal documentation was leaked detailing that GameStop was less than prepared for the pandemic. Critical supplies like hand sanitizer, disinfectant, toilet paper, and other cleaning supplies were on back order, leaving purchasing uh, these goods up to local management. Some of these items were back ordered all the way to fucking July. Employees also had their jobs threatened if they attempted to self-quarantine. To quote many, to quote an employee, many associates fear losing their jobs because store leaders and district leaders are telling us internally that if we stay home and do not supply a doctor's note verifying that we are being ordered not to work, it will be considered an unexcused absence. Since then, uh, states like California has issued a full lockdown, enforcing all businesses to close. GameStop has complied, but forced their employees to use up any remaining PTO. Once the PTO has run out, they're directed to go collect unemployment as they will not be paid while the store is shut down. There's, keep in mind, this is a company where the CEO, George Sherman, has a base salary of $1.1 million. He's eligible for $1.6 million in an annual bonus. He has an equity package with GameStop stock at the amount of $10.5 million. This motherfucker has money. And I understand when you think of CEOs... $1 million isn't all that much money, but that is still well above what you're fucking paying your game advisors to go through a fucking pandemic, ill-equipped, unprepared. There was one store that didn't have any toilet paper. They couldn't get any for their yeah, employees. Yeah, it, it's fucking dumb. Like... There, one of the one of the Reddit posts here is great. It's a picture of of George Sherman, and he's in like a red like lining, mm-hmm. and it says it's one of the GameStop name tags. It says, "Hello, my name is George Sherman, and endangering employees is the game I love." <laughs> there was this one store in Pennsylvania where law enforcement showed up, and the store leader or the store associate gave them the note saying, "Hey, no, we're an essential business." So the fucking governor was just like, "All right, bet." Pennsylvania revokes all businesses, uh, business licenses dealing with GameStop. Every single GameStop was forced to close down. Fucking nuts. Uh, Of the stores that are still open, Business Insider reports that GameStop directs its employees to lightly, if you want to be able to get it off easily, tape a GameStop plastic bag over your hand and arm. Do not open the door all the way. Keep the glass between you and the guest's face. Just reach your arm out. That's how they want their delivery. Yo, dude. Yo, bro. It's right here on the curb. Come get it. (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing. Um, There's been internal information that has supposedly been leaked out. I don't have any hard evidence on it. Um, but this is what they're. This is what people are saying. GameStop does not have enough capital to run uh, a pandemic for a month. If they close down for a month and try to run business as usual and pay their employees and you know deal with all the things that businesses deal with, they will go bankrupt. They do not have enough money in the war chest to survive a pandemic. That's why they're forcing and so aggressively forcing their their uh, employees to continue working. It's literally we're yep. watching uh, a lame duck die. That's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's tons of people on Reddit that are just 
they've been posting their resignation letters and saying like it's not worth it i officially yep. quit there's been walkouts shit. no no uh so what sucks is too and uh the company that I have, so I, we obviously, I've already said it before, we're a plasma mm-hmm. donation company. Uh, so we have centers across all across America. And there are situations where some of those centers have had to shut down due to a potential coronavirus, inve- in not investigation, but in, uh, uh, I'm looking for, what's the I, I infection. Mm-hmm. There we go. And uh, those employees are having to use their PTO when the centers are shut down for disinfectant. There's something I want to say, but I know I can't say it. Like, I I know somebody that works for a company mm-hmm. very close to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar situation. I can't get into it because I don't want to risk their job being thrown yep. in the toilet. Keep everything broad. Um, I get it. I get it. It sucks. It's, it's shitty. It's it's shitty. I reached garbage. out to my HR today. I reached out to my HR today. I said, "Is there any way that uh, we? Because we usually implement a PTO donation mm-hmm. system whenever uh, crises like this happen, or when a center has to close down, close down unexpectedly." And uh, yeah, so I donated forty hours. Wow. So I have one hundred and twenty-six. So wow, right on. I mean, that pays for someone's week at mm-hmm. least if they have to be gone for a week. So it's it's garbage. I, yeah. I at this point, I want to see them fail. There's no beating around. the Yeah, bush. I, I, at this point, I don't even want like I love Reggie. I do. I, I really like Reggie, but I don't know what like Reggie stepping into a fucking. That's fire, what I man. said earlier. Like, I don't see. Like when they announced that Reggie was coming on board for games, he's not a god. <laughs> uh, I said I don't see how he can fix this. I don't. This might be too much. I don't. There's th- there would need to be a miracle. There would be need to be an act of God. Somebody would need to buy out the company and do a huge like ch- like I could see Amazon. Buying out the stock. Where's that loot? Where's that loot crate? Yeah, guy? where's the loot crate guy? Seriously, um, the only way that I can see GameStop being a thing is if they go uh, more on the logistical route, much like games, like uh, like Amazon. That's the only way I can see this going yeah. down. And then by then, it's Speaking it's of- it's the end. It's the end of uh, yeah. brick and mortar strictly for games outside of the few mom and pop shops that are around. Yeah, or your big retails like Walmart and yeah. Target and all that other stuff that has games. Yep. So, but that's 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 where we're at, yeah. man. It's it's scary, and I feel bad for people that have made a career with GameStop that need their jobs, and then they have to make that really tough moral decision of like, do I provide for my family or do what I do do I do what is right? Yeah. And props to those people that chose the latter. Like, so. It's fucking shitty, Shit's man. It's crazy. It's so shitty. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but let's go back into the happy fun uh, it, game that Is came it happy out. fun? Is it all happy fun? It's all happy okay. fun. Uh, it's all happy fun. Uh, so uh, Animal Crossing is getting bombarded by fan, uh, fan scores, fan submissions, uh, because they are mad. Boy, are they mad. mad. So 
They are mad because historically Animal Crossing games allowed multiple players to be part of a living micro world. Both home console games, Animal Crossing and Animal Crossing City Folk, allowed up to four players on a single save file. They'd be able to have their own houses, participate in their own events, track their own collections, and generally have their own unique experience apart from other players. You know, like save slots on old video games. And Well, that's all coming to an end, because in Animal Crossing New Horizons, players are restricted in having a single island per Switch console. Not per account, not per anything else, per Switch console. Uh, it doesn't even matter if you buy multiple copies of the game, because it doesn't save to the game. Like, it's it works off of the Switch. Like, even if, if I took my, if I, I took your copy of Animal Crossing, put it in mine, it would still load up my world. That's, that's shitty. That is really shitty. So, some people don't think it, might not think it's a mild inconvenience, but having to share your own island really does suck, because at least you're able to do all the Animal Crossing things you wanted to, right? No, because while Animal Crossing New Horizons allows up to eight players on the Switch, there can only be one first resident and the first resident is the one is the player who starts the game first they progress in the story they have like all the collections from my understanding i was listening to game talks podcast and uh mochi bunny from there was talking about how she's able to play with kent man but when he's playing she's just like a tag-along npc Mm -hmm. She can't do anything. She can pick up stuff, and she can do basic stuff, but, like, he has to stop playing for her to be able to do anything with her stuff. Yeah, it's almost as if, like, the second player or the second resident is the NPC or the second-class citizen. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, because of all this, uh, gamers did what they do best, and they went online and started a bomb, like, bitching real bad about this and just giving the game terrible scores on the metacritic page and the game is currently sitting at a 5.7 with 2391 user ratings of which a thousand and six are negative those were numbers from saturday so though let's let's see what it's at now drum roll please 5.5 it went down. It, it, went, it was a little bit of a drip. So I mean, it's not like it's not like Warcraft bad. Yeah, but like that sucks. But like I feel like the game is still good though. Like they're, I get it. I get the justice behind it. Like they want to do that because it's shitty to do that. But I don't feel like it's fair here. I feel like the gameplay itself is fine. It's a fun game. People are really enjoying the game. Like, that's a shitty thing that did happen, and Nintendo probably won't fix it. Let's run this back to 2001 or 2000, where we all had GameCubes, and we all have three siblings, and we're all told to play nice. And we all got Animal Crossing for Christmas, and your older brother, because he's player one, plugs in his shit first and makes his character and all that shit... And everyone else makes their characters, and then you realize that you can't do fucking shit without his permission. How much fun do you think that is? I mean, it's not, but... I don't know. I don't think it's... 
like yes, it's shitty. I agree that is it's shitty, but I don't think it is a reason to bombard it that badly. Like so, let's look at Warcraft. That game overall had so many problems: the gameplay, the lies, the fucking up the online, the fucking up the game that used to work. That's not what happening with Animal Crossing. Yes, it sucks. Because basically you're trying to be like, if you want this, you got to buy more Switches. Buy our Switch lights and all that other shit. That's shitty. But the game itself is still good. Yeah, like I said, though, it does suck. But here, here's what I'm saying. Like, for a single-player unique experience, the game probably works as intended. Perfect. Fine. If I am playing Animal Crossing on my own Switch and my wife is playing on Animal Crossing on her Switch, we are having the best time that is optimal right right if you only have one console i mean take a low income family you have one console you have one game your kids are playing it only one person is having an adequate time with the game only one person is having the experience that is being sold to you that was being marketed to you everyone else is kind of like I found a rock. Here's a here's a seashell. And I and I think right. that the difference between the way that Animal Crossing is being rated and the way that Warcraft is being rated is what to expect for the level of issues that each of those games are respectively having. Yeah, Animal Crossing is sitting at a 5.5 right now. Warcraft is sitting at a 0. 0.6. One game is rubbing the people the wrong way, a select people the wrong way, whereas Warcraft 3 is universally ass. I think that's what the what the big difference between them is. Yeah. So, like this would be I don't think it would be as big as a problem if you were able to just be like like so let's say the multiplayer. Like I don't know many people that buy Animal Crossing for multiplayer. Uh, maybe now more than they used to but let's say it only did that with the multiplayer mm -hmm. but then you were still able to access your own quote-unquote save right. file for your own right. island i think it would be fine i don't think anybody would say anything no but to have it like a parent it's a parent like host it's like a host and a parasite situation yeah. <laughs> where you have the host has to do everything and the parasites are just and that that's a that's a negative connotation. I don't want to say that the other people are, but just to have other people there, just to be like, I am an NPC, so I can do everything for this. I mean, I was seeing people on that Reddit sucks. talk about them getting into arguments with their significant other over who gets to be the first resident in Animal Crossing. Like, what the fuck? You know what I say to people? Stop being poor. <laughs> it's 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 not hard. Just make more money. <laughs> I want to clarify, that's a fucking joke. <laughs> I don't need that being thrown in my face in <laughs> no, a month no, or five years. You already years. said it. It's done. It's done. You're going to have to live with that for the next couple of years. I weeks. mean, I've got a six-bedroom house on two acres. Just stop. I just failed upwards. <laughs> stop being poor, America. Nah. Uh. Oh, that's 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 what I'm gonna name that clip. <laughs> Stop being poor, America. 
Okay. Next, moving on. Yeah, moving on. I, I, yeah, I don't think that's going to be able to be fixing a patch though. Uh, so New York is a game is coming up. It's uh, it's kind of yes. like Persona, I guess you could say in a way. Uh, turn based, a little yeah, bit turn based RPG. Looks good. It's up my alley. I still can't believe. I still can't believe a Yakuza game. I, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm all for the jank. So Yakuza, like a seven, or like a seven. It's Yakuza seven, like a dragon, uh, like a seven. Uh, has paywalled its DLC and blocking off its new game plus. Uh, Sega has moved forward with one of its most weirdly scummy tactics yet uh, by charging consumers for a feature that was previously a bit available in the base game. Uh, Push Square reports that Yakuza Like a Dragon, I almost said it again, uh, will feature a premium New Game Plus uh, mode as DLC for a whopping six cents or seven yen. Six cents doesn't sound like much, right? Well, if you buy the DLC after May 9th, that price will jump to 879 or 980 yen. The DLC itself is part of the premium master pack, which features a new game plus for every single difficulty, new trophies, a rare item shop, costumes, and premium items. Kind of like the typical stuff that you would see from an RPG DLC, like uh, I think it was like Crossfire. Um, You know what I'm talking about. Uh, Uh, Let me, I need to correct you real quick. Seven yen is 63 cents, not six cents. Seven yen. Are you reading it off of the article? Because the article is wrong. Is the article, the article wrong? Is wrong? The article, the article is, wrong. is wrong. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the reasoning I, on why? why they charge six cents just to raise the price later on. I want to know why they're charging six cents in the first place. Like, is it something legal wise to where they can't just do it as free and then make people pay it for it later? Uh, is that no, why no I think so they low? wanted to make people pay for it from the get-go, but just the idea of saying like, oh yeah, it's just a nickel, and then just upping the price. You think this is like some kind of power move? Why? I don't get it. I don't know. It's fucking weird. It just shows that Sega really needs the money. They have that new that new mascot that they used all that money for. So. It makes no fucking sense. I don't get it. I get so I get having it as a cheaper price for a limited amount of time and then making it go back up. That's understandable. But to be more understandable, there would be like, oh, the DLC will be nine ninety nine after April or after May, whatever. Uh, but until then, it's four ninety nine. Fifty percent. That makes sense. It gets people to want to buy it and all that. But why is it six cents? I I don't know. Maybe somebody fucked up. Maybe somebody fucked up with the pricing and then there's like there's these Japanese laws that say, well, you advertise it for seven cents. You have to keep it for a couple of months. And, you know, May 9th is the day that you, I, I don't know. I'm just pulling something out of my ass. You know, you know what I miss? I miss during the Wii U when they would put a retro uh Virtual game, virtual console games on mm-hmm. sale. Because I got like Super Metroid for thirty eight cents. You don't remember that when uh, so when the virtual fo- when when the old Super Nintendo and Game Boy Advance games and all that stuff started coming to the Wii U virtual yeah. console, they would have they would have weekly or bi weekly sales, and they would be dirt cheap on really good games every once I've in a while. I've never seen that. I remember getting. 
I remember getting Super Metroid for under fifty cents, at least under a dollar. So I know. For I that. remember. Uh, I so back when the Wii was around, I bought a shit ton of virtual console games. Oh, everybody like, did. Oh, don't got like. There's probably maybe a hundred games on my virtual console for the Wii. Yeah, don't delete them. Well, any games that went from the Wii to the Wii U, um, you can pay a dollar or two to have that conversion, which, you know, stupid me, I did it for a few of them because I don't want to have to go through the loading screen going from the Wii U to the Wii. First world problems, don't, whatever. But I've never... Again, Chris, stop being poor! (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I never understood... I never saw the uh, the thirty eight cents Super Metroid. That's amazing. Yeah, it's just it's I don't I don't understand. I don't know why. I don't know. There's no re- there's not like we haven't found any information either why they were charging six cents. Like, is it a homage to something or like is it legal problem? Like, they, like you said, maybe it was a miss up, and now that legally they have I, to. Keep I don't it know. For maybe it's month. seven yen because Yakuza seven like a dragon. Ha ha ha. I don't know. I think it's scummy. Why not do it for seven dollars? Seven dollars and seventy-seven cents. Stop trying to make Sega money. They don't need it. They kind of need it. No. Kinda, maybe not they anymore. No, Sega. <laughs> Sega's been on the up and up. They they got out of the rough patch. Surprisingly. Yeah. Anyway. All right. That's all we got for. No, today. I got one more. Yeah. What? Look at the that. docket. I sent you a new Wait. docket. Okay. All right. Audio <laughs> listeners, here we go. I'm about to go into a rant for a second. So, everything you see, I don't usually mess with the hearing, like the audio shit. That's more Chris. But everything you see on clips that come out, I have, like, set up all the articles. On I have four fucking screens capturing shit here. I set everything up, and then ten minutes before we went live... He sends me a new docket. So I said, fuck that. So you didn't even open it. I thought I did. Let let me open it. Here, let me open it. Is this the 10 pager? Yeah, everyone. Yeah, it's the nine pager. Who cares about this one? I care a lot about this one. <laughs> well, since you're ready for it, you fucking talk uh, yeah, about it. Yeah, God of War 2 is coming out. Maybe. We don't know. But probably. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just a tease. Fuck off. <laughs> no, uh, God of War 2 has been teased by Santa Monica job posting. A new job listing by developer Sony Santa Monica may confirm that they are in the pre-production stages of God of War 2. This listing is looking for a gameplay camera designer to join the team on contract, looking to design and implement player-controlled gameplay camera and camera systems, support player navigation, traversal, and combat with a keen eye for uh, the combination of composition and usability, and will be working uh, with other gameplay and design teams to help create a smooth and seamless player experience. Uh, There have been rumors that Santa Monica has been developing two exciting games for the PlayStation 5. One of these could be a new God of War game, or the other could be a brand new IP. We don't know. But there's been a lot of direction pointed towards God of War 2. Look, 
Corey Barlog is on it, I'm fine with that. He did really good in his team. He directed the first one, or the first one. It's, I think, technically God of War 5, right? Uh, in the main uh, core series. So, there's also Chains of Olympus. No, 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 no. I'm talking about okay. the numbered ones. I, I mean... There's one, there's two, one and three, two, and three, and then this was four, right? Well, God of War wasn't numbered, but, I mean, people call it God of War 4. Or God of War 1, 2, and 3 were numbered. God of War 1, 2, and no, 3. No, you're talking about the, the new, new one. one. You're talking about the 2018 yes. one. God of War 2018. We got to do it like Doom. Okay. So God of War 2018. God of Boy God is of what it should be. <laughs> boy of Dad. Yeah, there you go. Dad, Dad of War. <laughs> there it is, Dad of War. Dad of Boy. Uh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So <laughs> it checks out. Uh, no, that's dope. Uh, if that comes out on PlayStation 5, that's going to look fucking beautiful. Because yep. God of War 2018 looks fucking beautiful. I still need to beat that. I am not beating it. It's a it. good game. I streamed it. I streamed it for a little bit and was having a lot of fun with it. Um, I don't normally do this, but sometimes I'll listen to like the most popular or the most impactful lines from like a video game or a piece of media. Uh, God of War is one I always go back to. Like the dialogue in God of War twenty eighteen oh, is amazing. Um, like I had my issues with God of War twenty eighteen. Uh, it doesn't help that I'm colorblind. Uh, I did have some issues as far as gameplay and direction was concerned, but uh, the 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 storyline is phenomenal, absolutely fucking phenomenal. Yeah, the interactions between Atreus and Kratos is top tier. I just always called him Atreus. Atreus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I need to go back and play that. That's really good. That's cool yeah. though. Uh. We need more good games like that. God of War was a breath of fresh air in a... I was getting to the point with God of War that it was just cringy. <laughs> it was like cringy as So, God of War... I had the same experience with God of War as I did with Devil May Cry. God of War 2018 is my first God of War game. Well, you started off with a pretty good one. I, I played did. all of the God of Wars when they came out. Except for like the PSP ones. I haven't done that yet. Um, I, I I remember playing the demo for the first one because the demo was on some PlayStation game. I don't know if we had gotten a, my buddy had gotten a PlayStation game that had the demo on it, or if it was like a demo disc or something like that. But I, I don't know if it was a pack-in because I don't know what popular game would be coming out as a pack-in. Because remember, it's rated M, so the game that it would have been packed in with would be another. Might have been Devil May Cry. M. That might have been Devil May Cry 3. I don't know about that. Because that's Capcom shilling for Santa Monica. That seems counterproductive. I don't know. But I remember playing a demo because the demo was the high, the, 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 the ship stages where you were fighting the Hydra. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I probably, I think, was it called PlayStation Underground? Like those demo discs that would come out? I think that's what it was. Maybe? Something like that? Those things, but those I do remember it. Cool. I do remember playing that, and I was like, "This game's awesome," but I'm very happy with how God of War, the direction it went. So, yeah. All right, now is the news done? Now the news is done. Okay, we can move on to questions. Yes, I'm already there. What, what is the questions? Uh, 
two people. Uh, number one, Mr. Haru, as someone who just completed the Pokemon Shield Pokedex a few nights ago and is still finding ways to enjoy the game, how often do you revisit titles that you fully complete? Uh, what games get to be so special enough to deserve the revisit? Uh, I Before I started doing the podcast, because with the podcast, I feel like I need to play newer games that are coming out so I can give opinions on them mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But before I started working with Mega Visions and working with Scrubverse and all that, I would play uh, Mega Man X. I always played at least once a year. I would play Star Fox, 60, Star Fox 64. Legend of Dragoon started becoming a thing. Uh, and what games... What, okay, what was it? What games get to get enough to have a special revisit? Just, yeah, those games like that. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, uh, I found, and I go back and play it all the time, is the first WarioWare game on Game Boy Advance. That game is so fun to play on the shitter. Like, I remember I would get in trouble. I I, I know I've told this story grow, uh, on this podcast, but I would get in trouble growing up because I would sit in the bathroom whenever I went to go take a shit, and I had my SP with me. And I would sit in there for 30 minutes because you usually get done pooping in, like, the first two or three. Mm-hmm. And then you just sit there, and you're just playing. And finally, because we grew up with one bathroom. Right. And my dad would be like, get out of that fucking bathroom. What are you doing in there? And they're like, he's probably <laughs> masturbating. Nope. Little did they know I was playing a video game. <laughs> that shit's dumb. <laughs> I mean, those are some of the ones I go back and play. Uh, newer ones. I've been going. I've been. I'll go back and play Doom Eternal again for sure. Uh, For games that I've completed, there's only a handful of games I've completed. Usually... Um, I've always been the type of person, unless I really love a game, just beat a game and drop it. Uh, games I've completed 100%, Paper Mario 64, um, Sonic Adventure 2. Did you beat that first? Did you beat Paper Mario with a guide or without a guide? Without a guide. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, definitely 100%ed. Um, it's, that game is really hard to get max level so the top level for paper mario 64 is 27 there is one enemy that you have to go to and fight over and over again in order to get the last three levels it's in like the flower area it's one of the flower enemies but it's a different color and they do crazy damage and what's really annoying is that they either hit you really hard or they run away so you have to find a way to trap the enemy Oh, and so this then, is Legend of Dragoon Birds and uh, yeah, the parts. Yeah, it's it's annoying. It's really fucking annoying. But Early RPGs would do that. Um, Paper Mario 64, uh, getting all the way that you do that is getting all the badges, getting all the upgrades. I mean, you get the all the up, the, the level ups just playing in the, the game. The, the companion level ups because you have to get certain items. To you have to level up, up to all level your companions. Up. You have to beat the Dojo Master, who is the strongest boss in the game. You have to get the fifth degree uh, martial arts card. Um, there's a oh, few... uh, Mario R- Mario RPG, I would I hundred percent as well. Okay, that another good one. But uh, when you do it, it breaks the game. So <laughs> the uh, another game, Sonic Adventure Two or Sonic Adventure Two Battle. Uh, I've gotten all one hundred and eighty emblems, uh, all A's. That game is hard doing that yeah 
That game. I watched the completionist do it. It's not easy, and I I would argue that the worst part about it, and it's because I didn't know about the glitch, is the Chow races. Because you have to go yeah. back to a stage, get all the fucking little enhancers or the animals. Oh, are you talking about picking it up real quick so that they get double? Yeah, I didn't know anything about yeah. that, but whatever. Uh, Legend of Dragoon. Mainly getting all the items, leveling up to max, maxing out your fucking additions. Uh, also, yeah, star pieces. Some of the items in that, yeah, some of the items in that game too will just make the final boss really easy. Just by getting, all you need to do is beat Faust. You get the, I think it's called the Phantom Helm, and then yeah. you get the legendary casks. And one character now is impervious to pretty much all damage that's thrown at it. You put that on Dart, RPG. you give him a therapy ring, and you give him the Soul Eater, and you just kill shit. And, just keep, and then you buy a bunch of MP restorers and just give them to him. Pretty much. It's, it's stupid. Uh, I love yeah. that game. I think that the way that I would go about changing it up, uh, Legend of Dragoon is a little bit difficult. Uh, maybe like new mods. There's mod support for that game if you play on an emulator. Uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, it's always fun to play that game, even though that game is fucking jank. Like, goddamn, that game is a mess. Uh, Paper Mario, I just, I love the Paper Mario series, so between that and Thousand Year Door, I do different challenges. So, for example, about a year or two ago, actually, it was probably a little bit longer than that because it was before I moved into this new house, I did a Paper Mario run where I did not upgrade my health. I had 10 HP the entire game. Ew. <laughs> yeah. And I I beat the whole thing. You just like, do you self-flatulate? I don't know what that, that means. Is, a, is that masturbation? Not flatulate. No, so, no, flatulating is farting. No, I mean self, <laughs> is it flogging? Is where you like whip yourself in the back and all that oh, shit? Oh, like just, just I, I mean. Self-flatulating. <laughs> yeah, I self-fart. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was confusing. Um, I mean, it's not the only game. I've when the Twilight Princess remake for Wii U came out, I did a run where I did Hero Mode, Ganondorf Amiibo. Which, if you do Ganondorf Amiibo, all enemies do double damage. Uh, Hero Mode makes it so that you can't find any health in the overworld unless you buy it. It was essentially four times Hard harder game. than base game. And gotcha. And I didn't buy any hearts, or I didn't get any heart containers. I mean, I do that with uh, Mega Man X. I'll do Buster only runs. Yeah. So I mean, four times heart, four times damage, no heart containers. So pretty much just play perfectly. I whenever I can't not uh, play it a hundred percent. Whenever I play Banjo Kazooie, I have to do a hundred percent on that game. I feel you on that. I can't. I can't just not do a hundred percent. So, mm-hmm. and then I'll. I won't play Donkey Kong sixty four anymore. If I do, I'm not completing it a hundred percent. I'm sorry, a hundred and two percent or hundred and two percent. But that's what I do. Um, Donkey like, Kong Country two as well. Sonic three and Knuckles is another game that I've completed. Uh, I have to get all the super emeralds because I need the good ending. But I have to get all the DK coins so I can uh, in Donkey Kong Country Two so I can fight the final final boss. Who is that? Uh, it's just another form of K rule. Oh, okay. But you get the you get the true ending. Okay. Yeah. If you don't if you don't do that, you don't get the true ending. You save Donkey Kong, but 
uh, the true ending is you destroy the Kremlin Island. <laughs> okay. So there's that. Yep. Uh, Scotty with his six questions this time. Yeah. He puts bonus. Like we won something. <laughs> so. Uh, in Animal Crossing, the singer of the band Real Friends streams on Twitch and got a bunch of people together to do a wall of death, which turned into a mosh pit. That's usually how that goes. What's the goofiest group stuff you've seen in Animal Crossing so far? I I don't have any input. I haven't seen anything crazy. I don't. I, I haven't been watching any streams or anything. Yeah, um, I on brand am not that much of an Animal Crossing guy. I do enjoy it. But the only Animal Crossing I really got into was the first one. And uh, I think I forced somebody to move in with me. I don't remember who it was. I think Tarantula shit's funny. I think I literally pushed somebody into my house. Apparently, like, tarantulas give you a butt ton of money, but they can, like, they're really hard to hunt in uh, this new, in New Horizons. Oh, I thought, like, oh, really? Yeah, and they'll knock you out and all that stuff. I didn't know that. I thought like and you they were chase saying, you. I thought you were saying like tarantulas like live in your house and they give you rent, which that would be convenient. no, no, no. You you capture them and then you could sell them. And if you, I think they sell for a high price. Damn. Okay. So, uh, best anime video game you've played? Gundam Battle Assault Two. That's a really good one. Hands down. <laughs> uh, so if we're going to go here, here's how I'm going to split this up, and I'm going to need help for this. Uh, best anime esque game. I'm gonna go with Guilty Gear X2. Uh, because it's anime. Uh, as far as an anime game, I don't play a whole lot of anime games. Budokai Tenkaichi Three is really good. It is a that that is a good one too. Uh, like for example, Persona Four, you can argue is an anime game because it had an anime come out. But for me, I think that's cheating because. The game came out before the anime. So if I'm going to do this, I want to say the anime had to come out before the game. It has to be like playing an Inuyasha or Yu Hakusho game. The anime had to have been established before the game was made. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it that way. Um, the, the, the Gundam Wing fighting game on Super Nintendo. Oh, Endless Waltz? Yeah, that game is great. Yeah. That game is super good. The Sailor good. Moon RPG on Super Nintendo. Uh, I actually haven't played that one. I have I have the beat-em-up, but I do not have the... Uh, the the RPG is pretty good. I don't think RPG's it ever came good. to the States, though. Yeah. I mean, the, the beat-em-up didn't come to the States either. Like, yeah. Tiff, uh. Tiff found that game in a flea market when she was like eight years old, took a fucking <laughs> knife to the edges just to force it to to go into the American Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Uh, uh, there were some old GameCube Naruto games that I really liked before Naruto got super Clash and Ninja. Crazy. I mean, those games are okay. I'm not really big on... Um, I'm talking about, like, the first ones? Is that what they were called, were Clash of Ninjas? Clash of Ninja was the arena fighter. Well, yeah, because I remember playing the first three on my best friend's uh, GameCube because she had a freeloader. And she would import the Japanese GameCube games. And they're so much smaller than ours, too. Yeah. They're, like, super, super small. And uh, I remember playing those and having fun with them. But then they just got fucking insane. Uh, I would say my choice, I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to go with Jump Ultimate Stars for the DS. 
Jump Ultimate Stars is a uh, platform-based fighter, very similar in the in the same vein as Super Smash Brothers. The way that you play that game is that you have a comic strip where you would build your fighting team. It's a team-based fighter, so you'll have you know Goku, Yu Yu Hakusho, JoJo, pretty much anybody that's in Shonen Jump from 2002 onward. And what you would do is that you would have your characters fit in like five coma, six coma, seven coma, and it would count how many spaces they take up on your comic book page. And then you can have supports and the supports can take up like one, two, three blocks and shit like that. So what you would do is that you try to get the best characters that you can with the best supports and make it fit on your comic book page. And that's how you would play the game. It would, you, Sounds like Battle Network. <laughs> Sort of, but it's not like there's chips going on. It's it's there's no there's no intensive like oh I have to activate this ability uh, when I get it on my cooldown. It's not like that. It's like literally like okay I'm playing as Goku Super Saiyan four Goku. I need to switch to Majin Yusuke. Ew. I literally click Majin Yusuke and it switches the character. Gotcha. So it's a really good game. I like it a lot. Uh, uh, oh yeah, speaking of the JoJo fighting game. There's another one. Uh, which one? Because I'm going with the, the OG one. The one on Dreamcast and PlayStation. The one, yeah, the OG one. I actually Not... don't like that game that much. I mean, it's broken. Okay. It needs, because, I mean, you pick Pet Shop or Iggy, and it's just broken. Uh the uh, the one that came out, not the Eyes of Heaven, but the one that came out before that one that was on PlayStation 3, that one's pretty good. All-Star Battle? Like that one. Where yeah, they had all the characters from 1 through 8? Yeah, I love that game. That's also and really Eyes of Heaven's good game. too because Eyes of Heaven's put in some weird ass storylines and shit. That's I don't think officially canon, but I think Eyes I know of Heaven is about. fucking crazy. Yeah, Eyes of Heaven is like Dio got out of his one universe and he got into another universe and became God Dio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with God Dio. I'm fine with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, most expensive collector's item that you own that is not a video game. You don't need to say it's price. Some of us are okay not feeling poor. Shovel Knight figure. The statue. I have a first edition Necronomicon from 1970-something. It is a book. I guess that is a collector's item. Yeah, Yeah, it is a collector's item. It's a book. Um... I found it for about a hundred bucks. Uh, a first edition copy goes for a considerable amount of money. So it's got real human flesh on the front, right? It's no, the no, no, no. I wish. <laughs> um, Black two, Verada. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's right, um, I said the words. <laughs> so the Necronomicon was actually written by Aleister Crowley. He had some help. I don't remember the woman's name that he wrote it with. Um, it was written in tandem with the book of lies. And I think one other book that he wrote, uh, I mean, it's a cult stuff. I, I, on my, if, when I'm not collecting video games, I'm collecting like weird occult books. So I have like the satanic Bible, the book of lies, the, uh, the lesser key of Solomon. Um, just one other book. I think it was like the, the devil's handbook and shit like that. And I collect these books because I, you know, I got a kick out of reading some dark occult bullshit. Uh, and a Necronomicon I found in a second in Charles when I was stationed in North Carolina as a young private first class. Of and course, I'm just like, and you're so edgy. 
<laughs> I'm just like, oh, that looks cool. And my roommate at the time was like, are you fucking serious? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah, you know, I have to sleep in the same room as you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, no, 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 it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. If I hear you say Clack 2 Verona new time, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kicking you the fuck out of this room. Uh, but no. Nah, I haven't watched that movie in a long time. I need to, I bet you've never seen that, have you? No, I have no idea what you're saying. Oh, Army of Darkness. It's I have seen Army of Darkness. Okay, there you go. I, didn't, I just don't remember. I've seen it once. I think that's what it was. But yeah. I yeah, because they were like, all right, to stop the Necronomicon and all this, you have to say these words verbatim. And he's like, you have to say Klaktu Verada Nikto. And he's like, got it. Don't worry about it. And he gets there. He's like, Klaktu Verada shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he just goes, Nikto. And acts like he coughs. And he's mm-hmm. like, all right, I said the words now. <laughs> and then he unleashes the army of hell. <laughs> nice. It's really fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, Necronomicon would be my go-to with that. Uh, there's probably a few other things that I own that has gone up in price, but I just don't keep up with yeah, it. Yeah, the Shovel Knight statue. That's like that was like three hundred. Yeah, so that's that's my most expensive thing. That's a crazy. I waited uh, almost two years for it, so I'm very happy with it. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. Uh, what's one thing that you own that shot up in price? Uh, Godzilla on PlayStation Four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Um, my dumbass usually buys things when they're already expensive. Yeah, you do the opposite of what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's the cost of uh buying games. Late. I got a copy of Link to the Past on Super Nintendo for like twelve bucks. But that didn't really like, shoot up in price or anything like that. Yeah, I know. Trying to think of something that just like shot up, and I'm like, what the fuck? I guess that Godzilla game is the most, the one I can think of right now. I know that there's a few games that I own that are relatively expensive. Um, I just can't think of anything at the top of my head. Like, I mean, here. Let's... I feel like we were looking at something on game value recently, and we were like, that's not that much? What the hell? So, I don't know. Oh, I guess it was like that that crew pinball game or whatever it was. But you don't own that anymore. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, Necronomicon goes for two grand now, so that's a thing. That's a pretty good glow up. So <laughs> yeah, hundred bucks to two grand. That's that's what's up. Yeah. Uh, biggest collection regrets could be something that you sold, something that you lost, something that you damaged. Or decision to completely to complete an expensive collection. Uh, I mean, any game that I've ever like sold when I was younger, because I was like, I want like trading in back when uh, I first realized that you could. There was the local GameStop, not GameStop, but the local mom and pop game store that I actually ended up working for. Uh, the guy, I guess he liked me because I mean, he eventually hired me, and I would just talk to him, and I was a, I just would hang out in there a lot. He would almost do one for one trades with me. Mm-hmm. Almost like I remember trading an N64 for a PlayStation one, like a PS one, not a PlayStation one, but uh, yeah, just any of that shit that I traded games that I shouldn't have traded in. Uh, I can't think of things specifically. Uh, there was a time where I had to, to get my Wii U. I traded in my entire DVD collection and I had like probably 300 DVDs. Wow. Of just movies I've collected from working at that game, at that game store. And I was like, I'll never need these. And I was like, that was a fucking mistake. So, That's nuts. Yeah, I had a bunch of DVDs. Uh, 
Ah, that's by, that's basically it. Yeah. Uh, it's not really a collecting mistake that I made. Um, I have usually now when I took collecting hardcore, I've always held on to pretty much everything. I don't normally do trades. If I do trade with somebody, it's just to get the game that uh, I don't own, and then I'll rebuy the game that I traded. Because uh, I'm just that's just the way I operate. Um, yeah. However, when I was younger, I want to say I was in my teens. Uh, I had gotten into some serious trouble to where my dad thought the best punishment was to sell my video game collection. And that, that ripped me to shreds. And I've, there's two situations of that happening. Uh, one, when I got into serious legal trouble uh, and them being sold that way. The second time was when I was in college. Uh, I was in between jobs and my girlfriend at the time pressured oh, yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah to sell my collection and that because was the only one you kept was the genesis right and that also really fucking sucked so ever since then i was always like i am never fucking selling my collection on pretty much anything anymore like it's all the super nintendo games i traded in i used to have mario rpg i had i have a copy of uh, Mega Man x now but I had Mega Man X, Kirby Dream Course. Like, I had a bunch of really good games. Mm-hmm. And I would just trade them in. Yeah. So, that was during the time where... Back in the day, I feel like trade-ins were better. They are not as bad as they are now. Like, you used to be able to trade shit in and get a pretty good reasonable price for stuff. Yeah, if you went to, because like... Because the market wasn't oversaturated. Yeah, you go to, like, a Game Crazy back in the mid-2000s. And you were able to get a reasonable deal for your video games. EB like, Games, Funko Land. Yeah, you throw you throw them like two or three mid-tier games. You get like five, six bucks a piece on them. You can get a decent game for that. You know, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't bad. It wasn't like oh, this is a dollar, and I'm gonna resell it for ten. Like, no, fuck you. Give yeah. me give me at least fifty percent. You know. I got a lot of my games from uh, Blockbuster when they sold them. Mm-hmm. So I remember specifically the Mario RPG and uh, the Mega Man X having the Blockbuster stickers on the side of it. <laughs> you know, that's a regret. Not being, not knowing and not being around for when Blockbuster was off-selling their stock. Cause... Oh, yeah. Movies and games. Just yeah, everything. I missed out on all of that shit. But no, as far as, as otherwise, as far as buying something, like seeing it, if I see something, I usually buy it or I know that I can get it later. So it wasn't really a big deal yeah. for me. Yeah. All right. Bonus number, number six. What game do you play that isn't Animal Crossing to escape it into a calm world compared to the current day? Uh, it's usually Monster Hunter. I'll jump into Monster Hunter. Uh, I'm actually going to pl- go back and play Harvest Moon Back to Nature because I have it on my Vita or my PSTV. And uh, that used to be my go-to game. Just play that and just chill and veg out. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it used to be, when I was younger, it used to be uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Because just because I could fuck around with so much shit in that game and there was always so much to learn. And like, I mean that's that game is like a chess game. Like if you don't see all the move, moves, you'll get met. like I'll for, I would forget that there were judge requirements and I'd accidentally use something and then it just threw off the whole battle and all that. But no, just those kind of games. Right on. Uh right now it's PSO2. <laughs> 
Yeah. I think uh, uh, outside of that, I didn't really have a go-to game where I would just veg out and whatever. Uh, I've been pretty consistent on a cycle of playing different games. Not necessarily new games, but different games. Because uh, I do want to decrease the backlog, like chip away at the backlog little by little. The backlog's so full. I've, I've finished maybe 25% of all the games that I own. I am well over. That's about 2000. the same with me. I don't. Yeah, I don't own as many as you, but yes, yeah, about the same. It might even be more because my Steam collection has increased exponentially the last couple. Oh, of we months. count Steam collections. Oh Lord. Okay. Yeah, I count Steam collections, so it's probably twenty five hundred. I don't know. It's pretty insane. I have at least a thousand Steam games, but yeah. That's it for questions. <laughs> what do we got going on? Um, still chipping away at this video. I can't guarantee yeah, I that's coming out within the next week. Uh, I'm hoping to have it out by the end of April and see where we go from there. Okay. That's, Just because shit's busy. The coronavirus makes things a lot more difficult. If it was a normal week without the coronavirus and shit, we probably, the video probably would have came out this week. Yeah. Like... But work has been slamming me. Mine's like one day it's fine. Like I'm caught up on everything and I'll be like, cool. Got it. the afternoon's clear. And then the next day she's like, boom, 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 boom. yeah, she's like, fuck. All right. This is going to take a week and a half to get through. So, but no, that's it for me. Uh, well we got, I'll be streaming tomorrow night, uh, with, I think Scotty's going to try and join me. I think that's what we're trying to do on the mega vision streams is at least team up with someone mm -hmm. so you can bounce off of and talk to him. Uh, last week we finished up the Capcom beat em up bundle, which by the way, battle circuit is a fucking good beat em up game. That game is so goofy and awesome. Let's check it out. So the best, the best games we played were battle circuit and captain commando out of that whole collection. We you really like captain commando that much. Captain commando has character, dude. And that goes a long way in that game. Uh, I'm not up. a big fan of Captain Commando. I like that one, Cap that that dragon or that knight game. That game was dope. Oh, King of Dragons. Uh, so the thing is, it looks dope, but there's no variety in the characters. Okay. Uh, the two spell, the two ranges are just range. The all the melees are just melee. Uh, the thing with Captain Commando is they have different systems. They have input commands for different attacks. Uh, you each character has a different you have a special bar so when you have some stuff in the special bar it will like uh, the main not in Captain Commando I'm sorry in Battle Circuit it will uh, you can activate your super and it will either like one character does a health vitality up one does a power up one does a speed up one does a defense up and one does like your day like it's called death blow I don't know what that one did but Captain Commando had some character. It was so goofy and over the top that it was just a Saturday morning cartoon is okay. what it was. And it was really, really fun. I had a lot of fun with it. But Battle Circuit was the one that won. Uh, what was it? Armored Warriors was really good, too. That's a fighting game. That's a beat em up where you pilot mechs and the enemies drop either different arms, different guns, or different legs. And you can equip them and use them. That's cool. And it cool. gives you different moves. Yeah. It's a lot of resource management and shit, too. It was really fun. That's cool. Uh, but tomorrow, we're either going to stream some kind of Doom or we're going to stream some kind of Metal Slug. We haven't decided yet. 
Right on. Uh, well, I say tomorrow. I don't know when this podcast, but Tuesday of this week, that's when we'll be doing this that. This podcast will probably be out Wednesday. Okay, so this would have came out yesterday. So yeah. <laughs> we would have streamed yesterday. Uh, we got Anarchy Reigns this week. Uh, it's the, it's we do. the first week. It is it's the, the first, first Thursday of the month. I need footage for that. We will make sure to get that. And and then any streams that I do this week, I'm going to try and do... Uh, I want to do... If we don't do the Doom stream on Tuesday, I want to do another Doom stream. And I might just do a retro stream, play some old retro games through the Retro Freak. And okay. just try to raise some money for Jonesboro. Right on. And like I said, 100% of the proceeds will go to that. And uh, other than that, just praying my boss isn't like, hey... I need you to do this, or I need you to do th- my performance reviews at 8 a.m. tomorrow. So that's fun. It's funny. It's my my performance review is tomorrow, but I've already already been confirmed for my 2019 bonus this week. Wow. So <laughs> okay. I asked him. I was like, so what's the performance review for if I've already if I'm getting the bonus? And he was like, it's just semantics. And I was like, all right, <laughs> cool. So. But yeah, other than that, uh, I'm just going to try and not buy shit on Amazon because I bought uh, microphone equipment. Or not microphone equipment. I bought like a new pop filter and a new uh, foam condom. And uh, that'll be here, I think, April 22nd. And I ordered it last week. Yeah. (laughs) And it was Prime eligible. Yeah. So uh, I've also been in the works of talking with Jason Sipe, our buddy Jason Sipe. And uh, I am trying to do at least one cooking stream this week. Nice. I'm. I just have to. I'll be streaming from my laptop, and my office is pretty far away from the kitchen, so I might have to order. Like, I'm hoping a hundred foot Ethernet cable would be long enough to run from the modem to my laptop because I don't want to run Wi Fi and try to stream on it. Super long. I know, but my office is very far. the The modem's in that corner, and then. You got to walk out that way, walk through the den, walk through the laundry room, and then you're in the kitchen. So, okay. Yeah. What I would like to do is somehow f- feed some Ethernet cables into the main house. I got to I just need to build my own server is what I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> I need to build my own server, have my own server and have everything connected to it and then run everything through the attic. But I don't know, we'll see. Like I said, we're actually getting some good money in for income tax, so I'm going to try and not spend that. Good I luck. have to buy a new lawnmower. Good I'm about luck. to drop two grand on a riding lawnmower. Goddamn. Yeah. So, it doesn't feel good. It feels good, but it doesn't feel good. Like, two grand could buy a lot. I'm Oh, I might be out of the Motley Crue concert, by the way, <laughs> because of COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. There is, like, a I ax- huge yeah. amount of bands that have been pulling out and, like, just exclusively streaming on Twitch for donations. They haven't. Motley Crue and all of them have not announced it. And uh, my wife got her tour shirt in, and apparently my dumbass bought the Def Leppard tour shirt instead of the Motley Crue shirt. And it, what's bad is it. So it's a tour shirt that doesn't have the tour dates on the back, which A is bullshit. Yeah, that sucks. And then That's stupid. B, it's them on the front, but they're old. It's not like young pictures of them. It's all of them old. <laughs> and my wife saw it. And the first thing she goes is, where's the one-armed guy? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Maybe he's hiding it. So, yeah, that's smart on my part. But 
yeah, check out some streams, and that's it. I'm just going to try and not lose my mind, because we're going into, what, week three of quarantine? Yeah. Officially? Uh, I'm already in week three. Some people are losing it, dude. Yeah. Not me. I thrive in this bullshit. Like, that's what I've realized. My everyday life is quarantine. (laughs) Like, (laughs) there are people on my Facebook that are literally like, I have to get out. I have to go and I got to drink or do something. I'm like, bro, what you need to do is get a hobby. Like, start crocheting. Start making shit for Etsy. Shit, start making drugs. If you don't sell them, you're fine. (laughs) Is that the right answer? Probably not, but who listens to us for right answers? Yeah, that's true. That's all I got. Well, uh, have a good week. Don't go stir crazy. Yeah. Do the social distancing and wipe your ass. Wipe your ass. (laughs) That's the answer. That's the answer to everything. Have a good week, guys. Uh, Have a good week.